The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit, and the hits. Go for the stakes, and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. What's going on? We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. The guy in the white shirt is Derek Gunn. Is that white? What is what color is that? Like it that? is white. Yes, okay. it is. Yep. The guy in the black polo fleece hoodie. It's uh, blue. It's blue. Dark is blue. It, is that blue? blue? It looks black. It does. Well, look that's, black. that's because the blue background and everything is, is actually dark blue. Okay. Wow. Good, a good looking hoodie there. Uh, thank, that thank is thank Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. Great to be hanging out with you today on this Tuesday. See everybody in the chat section. What's up, Sean? Christian Dank. Cauldron of Stardust, T Fortuna, Fitness Rebel, Duck, Jeremy, Danny D, Mr. Taz, Eric Winters, Jabari, Chris, everybody. What's going on? Hope you hope you're doing well. Thanks for everybody hanging out. I look at my captain and say, keep us yeah. under control. Uh, I yeah, can't do it. That's one of them. Make <laughs> promises I, I I won't be able to keep, Captain Tony. Impossible. The other one, uh, Christian Anderson says, Good evening, sports take. Where hey Christian, where are you where are you checking in from? Good evening. All right, I'm let's curious. guess. Let's guess yeah, a country. Curious. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, say Germany. All right. I'm going to say the Netherlands. How about you, Barry? Uh, I'm going to say uh, Japan. Okay. Japan. Okay. Okay. Japan. All right. We'll see. We'll see where he is checking in from. And uh, going to be hanging out with all you guys. I see that uh, some folks got the Christmas decorations up. They're uh, they're passing uh-huh. that along. That's good. I, I like to hear that. I inspired uh, people. Yeah. Right. Gunner, you did an unbelievable job, man. Uh, I haven't gotten the tree yet. I got to get the tree. Oh, uh, Sean's guessing New Zealand is, mm. is where he's going to be coming from. Australia. Uh, yeah, we, we'll 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 see. We'll see where he ends up. Uh, all right. So a lot of different things going on, right? We have the Eagles. They are off today, um, and they will be uh, back at it tomorrow on the practice field. They do have coordinators speaking uh, today, but they play the Giants at one o'clock on Sunday. Giants seven five and one after their tie. With the Commanders uh, this past Sunday, Eagles eleven and one after beating the Titans. Uh, the Philly signed Trey Turner, which broke what during our show yesterday. 
Yep. Uh, 11 years, 300 million. We're going to Ben Davis, by the way, at 130. We'll, we'll talk to Ben about that uh, that deal. And we'll get his ideal lineup. Ben floated something interesting this morning on WIP, which I want to run past him too. So we will talk about that also. Uh, Sixers lose in double overtime in a game that one a regulation was enough for everybody. <laughs> that game. Uh, terrible effort by the Sixers. Flyers beat the uh, the Avalanche. Really good effort there. Um, so they end up winning. Um, but I, I want to hit a couple things here too uh, today. I, well, let's start with this one, uh, and this is a nice thing because there's so much, there's so many bad stories uh, these days. Not just athletes, the world, the country, this, the regions people live in, etc. This is a nice one, Gunner, and you, you you tipped us to this last week, but we didn't we didn't make it public uh, because it, you know it didn't come out yet. But Brandon Graham uh, has been uh, nominated for the uh, for the Walter Payton 2020 20, excuse me 2022. Uh, Eagles man of the year. And you were actually, were you the one who hosted it? You emceed the, uh, the little yeah. together? Yeah. Uh, the event took place in the uh, Novacare Auditorium on November 22nd. Uh, the Eagles had asked me about five or six days prior to that because of my relationship with Brandon if I would do it. And I said, uh, absolutely. Now, the event that took place, Brandon thought he was doing a press conference. He had no idea what the press conference was about. And at the press conference was like five, six, seven families that he had touched through the years by either giving them tickets, uh, doing a video message to uh, someone uh, who was down and out. Uh, one one guy was in a uh, bad crash and uh, is in a wheelchair now. Another one was uh, this family, this uh, one of the sons. They were at Disney and he contracted this some kind of virus. Uh, it was so bad and debilitating Um he lost all four of his limbs uh, and had brain surgery and all this stuff. Um, and so Brandon, if you know anything about Brandon Graham, Brandon Graham is always going out doing, going out of his way for people. You know, right. when you think about how you pulled in 20 different directions as a professional athlete, as a husband, as a father, and he still finds ample time to do a lot of things in the community. So rightfully so um, the Eagles nominated him as their Walter Payton man of the year candidate. And so then we held this little impromptu ceremony uh, for Brandon on November 22nd on a Tuesday at the uh, Novacare Auditorium. Uh, just some people wanted to thank him. And this okay. is how I closed it. All right. Let's pay. Let's give us a little clip here. Here we go. Uh-oh. That's the best sound I've heard, I've heard you say, man. Why don't we, uh, why don't we re-cue that, Xander, and uh, see if we get the audio up. Just let me know. Uh, let me know when the audio is good to go. We will uh, we'll reset that. But your sweater looked awesome. I will say Thank that. Thank you. I guess I guess I guess I guess uh, you owe me that for that's the way reading. Barrett wants it to be every show. Yeah. I, I you know what? Okay, Barrett. With that said, <laughs> pretty good. 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 Work. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like we're coming back from a break. You know, just... Yes. Gunner, you're muted. Go right ahead. Uh, no. Oh, I am. So, anyway, yeah, but look, nobody more deserving, certainly, than. Uh, than I was not music, muted, Kevin. It was just a joke. So, well, you know, you know so, so keep your stand check. <laughs> Adam is actually going to clean the shit. Hey, man, I don't need you chiming in about no dang kitchen. I'm running this show. It's my house. That's right. That's until right. Tomorrow, hey, hey, you, know what, um, you know what? You know, you know what? It's funny, man, because uh, you know how. It, how everything really started with wrong again, D Gun. Wrong again, right. D Gun. Right. 
And it actually started it, with us on yeah. Breakfast on Broad. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, you know, me and Rod had this show called Breakfast on Broad. Like, uh, we started in 2015. It was on for two years. And uh, we had Jillian Mary and uh, Sarah Baker. And uh, we would have, um, we would have, you know, BG come on. Every Monday. Well, yeah, every Monday. After a game or before the game, whatever. So long story long, I would come up to him and say, hey, man. I thought D-Gun was your boy. Because I knew they were already close. I'd be like, hey, man, I thought D-Gun was your boy, man. He's like, yeah, he is. That's my dude. So why does he keep betting against y'all, man? I mean, he's always betting against you. He, I mean, he ain't bet with y'all one time this year, man. Just, I thought that was your boy. At least he would at least. embellishing story. Yeah, I said he would at least bet with you guys one time. So he's always betting against you. Oh, oh, he has been. So that next day, I mean, uh, that, that next game, they win. And he's running through the hallways, and he makes it a point every time. Wrong again, D Gun. And it started. It, it it lasted like five years, didn't it? Four or five years. Four or five years. Um, <laughs> it got to a point where I would be I would be walking across a parking lot, walking into a stadium in Wawa at the mall, and I would hear about wrong again, D Gun. Oh, like, it became this this iconic thing. And it's funny because uh, somebody posted video of Brandon Graham walking uh, uh, through the tunnel after Sunday's game against Tennessee, and he's pointing at the people, the media standing. You know, we, you have we have people stand outside the locker room and filming them going in and stuff. Yeah, all y'all, yeah, all y'all, you know, talking about how physical they were, and then people start talking about the only thing missing is D Gun being out there bantering with him. So you know, I chatted in with him, but. Um, yeah, yeah, so if we get the video, you'll see that Brandon Graham, as he as only Brandon Graham can do, incorporates that line into the the banter uh, we had to close the. the, the that's awesome. Like that. But, yeah, but that's it took awesome. like a year. It took like a year. It took like a year for him. To, I had no idea. Why is he come up and telling me that all the time? I'm like, I, I had no idea. All right, I think we have it. Let's right, give let's, it a let's, shot. Let's let's take a Chris approached me last week about being a part of this. It was an emphatic yes. I've covered this game over four decades. Um, and I've known you since day one, since you arrived in Philadelphia. That smile, that infectious personality has never changed one day. I've said it to you on, on various shows that I've done, and I've said it on multiple platforms time and time again. I wish there were over 1,700 Brandon Grahams in the National Football League. I'm not going to say don't ever change, because I know you won't. But the accolades extended your way this morning are well-deserved. Just keep being you and keep doing what you do. God's going to continue to reward you. Thank you. Now, I have one final question to you before we, we conclude this. Can we please get this jersey exchange started right now? <laughs> no, let's do it. And I guess you ain't wrong today, uh, d <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. This is all right right here. Yes, it is. <laughs> I love that he worked that in, man. I love that he worked that in. It's so Brandon. That's so one point for Brandon. That's great. It, 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 it took its own little things. It, it, I finally broke down the tone and said, hey, man, I apologize. What did you do now? That's the first thing he said. What did you do now? I said, I'm the one that told Brandon that you was betting against him all the time. And that's why. Yeah. And he little is Is that how it started? Uh-huh. <laughs> I will say this too. That it was the year that there's a, there's a little more Brandon enjoying himself, but they, the year that the, it was Chip Kelly's last year and, and things were really going off the rails and they were bad. They were a bad team. You know how it finished. Right. And he showed up every, every Monday, every Monday, man, Took without, it on the chin. without hesitation, oh, yeah. never ducked yeah. anything. Yeah. I, I could tell you so many athletes who would, Oh, the agent would call. He's not feeling well uh-huh. today. Brent, uh-huh. He's got another commitment. No. Every time the dude showed up, he That's showed up. And even, even, um, I did, uh, I did, uh, um, 
a day after game uh, breakdown with uh, WIP. And BG would be on first, and then it'd be another athlete, you know, another um, um, Eagles player come in after that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it'll be Corey Clement, you know, whoever it was. But I don't know how many times that after, you know, BG would always be there 100% of the time, all game, all the games, he'd be there. Win, lose, or draw, he was going to be there. And the athlete after it wouldn't come. So it'd just be me and Ike on the stage, you know, right. going through it. Yep. So. <clears throat> But he has always been there. I ain't got to worry about him not being. If he says he's going to do it, he's going to do, do it. He's, his- he's done it when he's been on crutches, at, like uh, over at Chickies and Peach doing WIP yep. and show the, uh, what's it called, the Players Lounge. Players Lounge, yeah. Uh, he's he's coming to our studio uh, with a boot on, doing stuff. Um, you know what? He when he, If he gives his word, his word is gold. Which it is gold. Which, which unfortunately is not the case with a lot of athletes. Um, but, you know, we, we put athletes on a pedestal. Uh, because of their athletic prowess and the money they make. But it's good to see there's so many athletes out there that do things uh, from their hearts for charity. But a lot of them came from nothing. They feel it's their job to give back, things like that. And then there are people that still want to say, oh, you're just doing it for tax break. Now, you know, a lot of athletes genuinely are invested in their team and their communities. Um, and, Rob, you said it best off the top. There's so much bad out there. We talk about so much bad. We see so much bad videos. And as I said, uh, I believe it was yesterday when I said, you know, um, take just a moment out of your lives. And I know a lot of people have hectic lives, as we do. Um, And a lot of us go through trials and tribulations. Um, But sometimes, you know what, no matter how bad you think you have it, somebody's always got it worse in life. And if you could just take a moment in your time, taking a moment doesn't take much, just to extend some kindness to somebody else. You know, somebody who's really hurting, somebody who might be able to relate to something that you've gone through or are going through that you can share with them that'll make their day. You know, there's a saying that I've thought a long time ago and we found it and put it on a picture frame and it says, kind words, how little they cost, scatter them freely that none may be lost. And it is so simple. It's so simple. You know, I, I tell my kids all the time, take into consideration the person who's a waiter or waitress in a restaurant who's always talked down to by customers, the person standing behind a counter at a Wawa. And I see people throw the money to the counter, you know, and stuff like that. And and it's like they're inanimate, inanimate objects. And people ask me, why do you talk so much to people? I said, well, yeah, I said, watch what happens. So I stand there and I engage people. I joke with people and stuff. And you know what? They go out of their way to do a little bit more to you. And they remember you the next time you come in. And you're not just a customer. All of a sudden, they have a relationship with you. And that means more to them. Just somebody talking to them as a person It does means man. more also, to them yeah. than any amount of money you could ever give them. It yeah. does, man. It yeah. does, man. You know, I mean, it's, it's there's times, you know, you, what you see is what you get from me. You know what I'm saying? When you see me wherever, I'm going to be the same guy, whether I'm I'm working, whether I'm not working, whether I'm with my family. I, this, is, this is what you're going to get. I mean, this is the B books you're gonna get. And I, I know a lot of people were like, Man, you really are the way you are on TV. I'm like, how else can I be? Because I know I got kids, and if I got my kids thinking they more than what they are and that they don't have to work for it, then then what type of father am I? You know, what am I right? Exactly. You know, what am I gonna do? You know, so I've always done that, you know what I'm saying? I've always been that way. I um I've seen I've seen a lot in my life, you know. Like I I I own a nursing school, and I seen this woman like one of my first students to go through my classes. 
uh, she had she had seven kids, seven kids. And we were a CNA school, uh, patient care tech school, a phlebotomy school at the time. And she took all three certifications. She took it through the um, the state. You know what I'm saying? We were state funded through the state. So she took it through the state. And I watched this woman take all seven of her kids, sent them through our school also. She took care of them with the salary she was making as a CNA, put all her kids through that same CNA class, three of them are nurses, the other, uh, the other four are very successful business owners. One's in real estate, you know, uh, one's, you know, uh, one's working in, you know, in banking, you know, all of them are successful because they saw the way her mother worked. I mean, where their mother worked and became successful. I always think to myself, well, I gotta be that same way. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we helped this lady out and see what she did. You know, so it, I saw the multiplication of helping somebody mm-hmm. just through her and her family, her and her kids. Well said. Well said, Barrett. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Mm. Look, and it's, I think you learn a lot about somebody by how they treat the people who can't necessarily help them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's absolutely, you're yep. always going to have people who will kiss up to their boss yep. or, or network or their coworkers or somebody who they feel like may be able to do something for them. But it's, it's the, when you watch them, when nobody, when nobody's looking, how do they treat the person who, you know, is, is cleaning up the office or how do they uh, treat the person who is, you know, picking up the garbage in in front of their house or how do they treat their neighbor who may just need a hand, you know, may may need need you to, Hey, can you help me move this or whatever? You're not getting anything out of it, but it's helping them. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's really the the measure of a person when you, in those kind of situations more than anything else. Uh, It's just always shocked me. And I've seen it firsthand and I've heard so many stories how people talk down to other people. Mm. What gives you the right to talk down to right. anybody? Right. I don't right. care how much money you have. I don't care what status you have, what your what your job title may be. There's a way to communicate and get your point across. And and I and I've and I've shared this with a lot of people, especially college students that I've talked to uh who want to get in our business. I said I've seen unfortunately I've seen too many times when higher ranking pe- people meaning of uh, uh, office officials or even on-air talent who have, you know, demeaned co-workers, whether they be producers or photographers in front That's of crazy. other people. I've seen that too many times in, in my career. And I've always been the type of person, if I had a difference of agreement with somebody, I said, let's go in this room and talk about it. And guess what happens? They work harder for you the next time because they're thinking you're taking them in there to, to chew them out and curse them out. Well, first yeah. of all, you're not going to hear me curse, you know, you're cursing anybody. Second of all, you know, I respect you. I don't care what your job is. I don't care if you're an intern. I have as much respect for you as I do a boss who pays me a salary. I don't know. You see, a lot of people, unfortunately, don't see it that way. My kids are all in their 30s. And I'm proud to say to this day, when we go out to restaurants or wherever, when a waiter or waitress will ask them, do you want this? Yes, please. No, thank you. See, that's yes, yes, ma'am. Exactly. Yes, Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's home training when you're little. You see too many people today. Yeah. No. You know, I'm thinking, Really? That's the best you got for somebody, really. Yeah. Bro, I get it all the time. My 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 kids' friends they come in. Uh, I say, um, "Hey, Mike, come here, huh? What? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, this is Mister B here. Who you talking to? Like I said, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Even to my children. Yeah. And plus, yeah. hey, hey, plus this lady that's on the stream that's trying to get to heaven now, Miss Brooks, Phyllis Brooks. Yeah. Bro, you best believe. You best believe, bro. Bro, you say what you want to say. She was, you know, she trying to get to heaven now. She wasn't always that nice, man. But you know, she, she was, she, she was the type that she understood that 
she won't go be around me forever. So she had to make sure that she put things in front of me and, and made sure I do did things the right way. And and that's where I live, man. Cause I know people like she was just up here and she went to the store and somebody said, You're Miss Brooks, you you're you're Barrett Brooks, and they had a lot of good stuff to say about me. Now, what if I was this a-hole walking around thinking I was yeah. something more than I was? Right. That gets back to my mom. Robbie embarrassed. Yeah, I, 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 I would say your mom's already <laughs> earned her place in heaven just because she had to raise you. She's already earned the Walker streets of gold. Got the halo straight yeah, up. Yeah, she got right. the halo. She's got a, She's she got her chair. Yeah, she got her chair at the right hand of yep. my father. No stops. There's not gonna be a lot of stops on no. that one. No, no. What are you talking, Rob? I'm well, telling gets, you, man, it's wrong, man. Because you know, like my son, he comes over my house and shopping. What she comes over my house when when my when. His, his, his grandmother's there. Yes. And not only did he go shopping, he had her make cookies. Yeah, he, she cooks for him. <laughs> cook everything. I'm yeah. like, yo. I was yeah. like, Mom, whatever to the stuff you cook? Well, my, my grandson took I said, well, hey. what about me? Yeah, what about your son? Yeah. <laughs> I know. First dibs, man. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. Hey, man, your mom got her angel's wings when you popped out. Yeah. Yeah. That right now. That's right. She, that, that woman, that woman. What's oh, the same Ray was talking about? ISD gun for an autograph and, and, and said, Seals sent me. Gun spin in my eye and said, Get my coffee. <laughs> Come on. <man. laughs> Come on. Sounds man. like you, Derek. That sounds Come like on, you. Come on, man. You know. Oh, my God. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> There's some. Jeez. Uh, how about the, you guys ready for some weird NFL news? What's that? Hmm. The Titans have fired their general manager, John Robinson. Yeah. Can you believe AJ Brown gone? <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. AJ Brown puts it on you this week, and uh, they're still going to win their division. Oh, week fourteen, you're firing the guy. They're seven and five, Crazy. and you fired your GM. What is going <laughs> you, on? You man? never should let him get away. This is your fault. Oh my God! Yeah. As if you didn't know. Like, didn't you? It, it, wasn't it a clue when? I, I man, unbelievable. That, Bro, isn't that wild? And not, on, and that not only wild. that, but. You as a corporation made that decision back in April. Yeah, he didn't make that just a one man decision. No, you got when you make the financial decisions, just like Howie Roseman, you got to go to the boss and say, "Um, we need to pay so and so this, or can we pay so and so?" So the owner is in on on every negotiation. No question. There there must have been some kind of blow up, bro. I mean, yeah, he going out the beasting like he did. Imagine Howie having to go in two years ago and say, "Hey, look." I messed up. Carson is not the guy. Right. We got to take this $34 million hit. Can you imagine going into the boss and saying that? No. A $34 million hit? Well, it just it, it tells you about the stability that the Eagles have. Right. Right. It does. Jeez. You don't see this kind of craziness with the Eagles. You don't. I mean, no, you, you see it other places. They they fired their GM. The Colts have a guy who never coached the NFL or college before coaching them. And they're on their like third or fourth retread since Andrew Luck retired. Right, so it's right. just all over the place, Jeez. man. That's oh, you know what? that's crazy because, bro, I thought Andrew Luck was he was at that time he was the probably top three quarterback yeah. in the NFL when he was playing. Man, he yeah. was that good. I mean, he I watched tape on him. It was ridiculous on how good he was. I saw. I watched when he retired. There were they. I forget who they. They pulled like four college coaches, four or five like big like Saban types, and they were like, "All right, last twenty five years, best quarterback prospect you've seen." And, and like every one of them said, "Luck." Every no one question. of them said, yeah. "Luck." He said his tape in high school was unlike anything you ever saw. 
Like he could run fast and he could truck guys because he was really big. He had a cannon for an arm. He was super small. All those things. Yeah. But they haven't been the same since he uh since he he rolled. Uh um, the timing of it was was brutal. It look, happened in the preseason. What, look at what happened to him, dude. He's had knee injury, he had spleen injuries. He yeah. had, didn't he have a ruptured spleen or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he, he just he, he took they didn't enough. protect him. They didn't protect him. This over yeah. line sucked. And I, I can remember I did a um, – it was me and a guy named Sean Coffey. We did an uh, interview with him. We did a piece on him for NFL Films back when I was working there as a producer. And we did a um, a breakdown on him. We did a story on him. We did a um, like a 20-minute clip on him. And the stuff we put together – I'm breaking down the film and I'm putting all this stuff together. I'm like – and I and I went back to you know the the boss at, at you know at, at uh, NFL Films. I'm like, look, I, I I can't just break this down. I can't give you the best clips because they're all great, right? <laughs> it was it it was so hard trying to pick from a bin mm. what plays I was gonna put on this reel because all of them look great. I mean, right. all of them were unbelievable, mm. unbelievable. That's how good uh, luck was, man. Yeah, it's it is crazy, man. Right, let me give you this other uh, thing, and we, we'll we'll dive into everything we're gonna do in a little bit, but um. So the Eagles can clinch a playoff berth this week with a win or tie against the Giants and San Francisco loss, Seattle loss. So remember Mm. last week, it was like a laundry list of things. It's kind of getting trimmed down here, you know, so Eagles win or tie San Francisco loss, Seattle loss. Hmm. They're the scenarios um, for the Eagles. So, yeah, we're, we're getting Seattle. to that time of year now. We're getting close. Let's let's see here. Uh, Seattle plays. Who's Seattle playing this week? To me, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm 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 uh, one that I'm one that that number one. Right. You said a Seattle loss, and who else? The 49ers loss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 49ers at home against Tampa Bay. I don't think they're losing that game after what I saw last night. I mean, you just don't know how Purdy's going to play, but I hear yeah. you. Yeah. Carolina's at home. Carolina, uh, Seattle's at home against Carolina. That's probably yeah, a Seattle I don't think win. they're losing that game. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a Seattle so. win. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, I just throw that out there. But it, 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 the timing of this couldn't be crazier, though, for for Robinson being fired, coming off a game against the Eagles when AJ Brown lights them up. That was, that, that's almost poetic justice, man, because Damn. you look at, you, I mean, you saw how, you know, he was so mad. You know, when they when they made the trade, he was like, and just got up and just walked out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 to me, I, just so Vrabel was so pissed that he just got up and walked out of the interview. He he, could, he was beside himself. I wonder if there was tension between those two. You know? Oh no, I, no question it was right. And, but I mean, the thing is, I guess you look at it two different ways. One, Robinson put them in the in a in I guess a jam financially where they couldn't resign. Or give AJ the big deal, and or the 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 big boys above him didn't want to sign off on it. I don't know. You know, it could be either scenario. Rob, I've seen I've seen through the years New England, the Rams, Tampa Bay, uh, and we we've sat here and talked about how do these teams work the cap? Even Howie, you know, how are they working the cap to get these players? If you're smart, you can work the cap to your advantage, and we've yeah. seen teams do it. Mm-hmm. Why? Why Tennessee wasn't able to do it to keep that dude? And how many times has AJ said? And even after Sunday's game, I wanted to end my career there. What does yeah. that tell you? It tells you a lot. He didn't want to leave. And then you look at Tennessee since 2016. The worst they've finished record wise is nine and seven. They've been to the playoffs four of the previous five seasons. 
They've been they won the division the last two years in a row and will win the division again this year. And He's you can out. the GM? Jeez. Really? Yeah, I, I know how that happens. Because I remember uh your boy uh Andy. Uh, Barrett, you know, we're, we're just going to go in a different direction. But I, I'm still going to send you to Detroit. You know, Detroit's going to pick you up, but we'll just go in a different direction. I'm like, wow. We talking about Big Red. I'm out of here, man. I'm fridge. I go where I want to go. Yeah. I'm not going to no daggone Detroit. And a week and a half later when I was signed with Detroit. <laughs> you know, you look back, you don't realize sometimes people do things for your best interests. You know, they, they take decisions out of their hand and the decisions that are made are better yeah. for you than what you could have made. No yeah. question. You can't see it at the time, for sure. Can't see I, it I think the time. it's a lot a lot of times that's the case with parents. You can't. You know, it is yeah. true. Yeah. You know. Or co-workers. Or co-workers. What are you yeah. trying to say? What, what are you saying? Some of the decisions I make, you know what I'm saying? Is, you know, you guys help me out a lot, man. I appreciate that. Oh, okay. Really that. <laughs> that's you were gonna bring up something else. Whew. Okay. Thank you, Barrett. I'll take it. <laughs> How many times you both got me out of so much trouble, wow. man? That's why we're here, man. So that's what, much that's what, what are friends for? That's why we're here. I mean, that's crazy, man. I, I I just think back of some of the times where I should have been fired. <laughs> you guys, you guys <laughs> help me out. Like, and then after I'm done, Rob, Derek, man, why did you stop me? <laughs> well, there, there was that one time I let it go because I couldn't do anything but laugh. My side was <laughs> You curse people out because they didn't have food there for a uh, a draft show. Like, I had to on, let man. that one go. I, I couldn't. Why bring up all this stuff? Man? I I couldn't. I couldn't let it. I couldn't jump in, Barrett, as much as I wanted to. I had tears coming down my face, laughing. Well, oh, hold on, then then Rob. Yeah, was, Rob, one time got me in trouble because of um this brawl lady. This brawl lady. I, anybody on the stream, just look up the brawl lady. Yeah, you'll see the reference on brawl. Yeah, we, yeah and we how I got that. in trouble. Because Rob didn't advise me the right thing. He didn't advise me. Yeah, I think we were on the air. I couldn't really advise you. <laughs> um, but, okay. you, you, ever notice, you ever notice when we mention certain things how Rob gets that little Cheshire grin like, <laughs> when we talk about certain individuals and, oh, yeah, she's strong. And he's got that little crooked smile on his mouth. And I'm sitting there going, you know what? Rob ain't, oh, yeah, Rob ain't, as, Rob ain't as right, straight right, right. as you Not as innocent as I look. Right, you know, yeah, man. Yeah, that's some good work. <laughs> Real quiet, subtle. No, no. Here's my favorite bit when he goes. I'm a fan. No, yeah. Oh, no. Here's my favorite when Rob goes. Oh yeah, she's strong. Okay. <laughs> uh, next topic. Uh, next topic. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's back it up here. Time Time out. Out. Rewind. No. Oh, yeah. oh uh, the bra lady, man. We t- I talked about it yesterday, man. I was in between. I was in between. Um, in in, in the commercial. And I was telling, I was telling Barkhead about the brawl lady. Oh God! Because he didn't know, really know about the brawl lady. He didn't know about it. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll let you say that. Tell that story, Rob. That was an all timer. Yeah, yeah. She. Uh... <laughs> every time they, every time the Flyers scored a hat trick, she would throw she would a take bra her bra off. It was like a hat trick. You know, normally wait, you, wait, t- wait. you throw your hat. In, in, she in would the take... well, in the Fils- Wells Fargo Center. Yes, she would do yeah. this. No, she yeah. would. She was an older lady. Who, yeah, like 68, not 70 years old. You know, had about 70, had, uh, no, 70, 75 years old, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, who, her and oh, Bernie Perrot were like the same age. Yeah, back in the day, I it, it, I, it seems like she used to have some fun. Uh, what? 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 Back in the day. She would, she I, would, um, she would frequent uh, uh, a couple of the places that the Flyers players would go after the games and they oh, would have a good time. They would enjoy well, themselves. Put it like this. I knew it was going to be. An interesting show, 
Because oh. just before she comes on, we're you know she's walking up to the stage. I mean, up to the, to the set, and we're trying to send her a seat. Say, so, you know what? I used to be a big fan of the Gold Trotters, but I'm not a fan anymore. I said, why not? Because they don't let me play with their balls. And she yeah. did like this. I was like, that's how it started. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rob, so Rob, Rob gets <laughs> right. So Rob gets quiet, like. Uh, okay, all right, let's go on. We had two, we had two things like that. That one and Jay Farrell was. Oh yeah, uh, was, were two oh, that I goodness. two that stood out pretty. No, pretty, um, but no, yeah, it, you should look that clip up. Yeah, right, that, right. that was an interesting one. But no, you got to tell her how they ended the show. Tell her how she ended the show. We're on air when this happens. Hand job or something? Yeah, yeah. Like, just, yeah. She, what she, she says that she says, yeah. I mean, I was a big, big fan of Bernie Perron. I love Bernie Perron. And we were at this, we were at this bar, and he was doing a um, appearance. And he, she said, "Yeah, I used to, you know, I broke." She said, "I broke my right hand, and I'm right-handed." Oh man! But she said, "Bernie, I could still give you mm-hmm. hand job with my other hand, with my left hand." She and says was, this on the t- on TV. Yeah. So I look at my three co-hosts, Rob, Jillian, and Sarah turned ghostly white i mean like like all the all the blood in their faces just left their face left their whiter head. than i usually look right yeah. and i'm like i can't believe she just said that so yeah. we didn't go to break so what did i do i stood up and gave her a standard ovation <laughs> and barry oh, got, in trouble. Barrett got <laughs> in trouble for doing that just having a little fun so, oh, <laughs> so the boss comes tearing down now usually it'll take about two minutes to get there but look he got she. They she got there in about, yeah, yeah. about two seconds. Yeah, he said, "Sit down, Baron." Well, you the argument do that. The argument was like we didn't. <laughs> right. Somebody fucked <laughs> her, not us. You want us? What, was she at least a cuter, older, older woman? Was she no, cuter? No, I mean no. some of the stories she told us, man, about cats and all that type. Of yeah, stuff. no. Remember the cat? <laughs> no, and there was nothing. No, no. No, 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 no. no. Man, what kind of like, show you? T- I don't, and I don't know running. what was. I don't know what was going on back in the day. I don't. Maybe right. You know, may, maybe back in the day there was something <laughs> going on there, but I don't. It was hard to tell at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure there were some wow. good years. Yeah, back. It, it, oh, anyway, what kind of show you guys made, running, man? That show was a. It was a. It was a. It was a blur. I, I'm telling you, those two years are, are still. It, a blur. Man, I had so much fun, man. Like it was know, fun. It was Fletcher Cox's birthday. Oh no! Oh no! Dan yeah. Silvio said Deacon, she had a rough look to her. Okay, would you classify it as rough? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think. Look, I think she had a lot of fun in her life, you know, and went hard. Like, you know, probably partied hard. And, oh man! You know, so she wasn't cute, and and she was around the edges. Yeah, rough around the edges. Yeah, and, so, you know, it happens. It, it is what it is. So. And so how, <laughs> how, it how, happens. How, you know. how, how old was she roughly? Seventy. Seventy. So, so you know, so you know, gravity had already taken its toll, right? Oh, you know what I mean? Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, for sure. Oh, oh yeah, for man. sure. <laughs> anyway, you. if you're if you're bored, just go down a rabbit hole, and you can have a little fun with that one with the Jay right. Farrow interview. A couple others. Yeah. Mike Missinelli's got a coffee cup. Just blowing and disintegrating, or, or you know, with, I'm sorry, Jill, Jillian's coffee cup disintegrating with Mike and I sitting right next door. It was, and she had white pants on. It was crazy. I gotta crazy. find this. I gotta find this woman. 
man. A lot going on. Yes, bro. Yes, a lot yes, going bro. on there. Um, all right. So when we come back, we are we're going to dig a little bit into the uh, the playoff picture in the NFC, what it looks like, who would play who right now, and also the uh, the MVP discussion between Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, and just how close this thing is. Some things that may surprise you a little bit uh, regarding the the comparison, and also we'll get into the uh, some numbers for the Eagles as well. Uh, all kinds of stuff in store for you. You don't want to go anywhere. Trust me. Yeah, I, I gotta, to give me a trouble, no, right? no, no, you don't want to go anywhere because outside of X's and O's, you don't know what we're going to say. You don't know right, what's going to happen. Yes. Dan's going to get me in trouble, man. Yeah, Dan, Dan's how, does, a field how, how does Dan know all this stuff? He's not from Philly. How does Dan know all this stuff? Day. Research, yes. man. He researched. Research. Man. Strictly research. All right, so we'll do all that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I'm going to tell you about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because I will tell you, for years, I had struggled to find the right person to find someone who could help me with all the questions that I had when investing my money. And Jim and Principal Financial Group are the perfect pair for you, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review. If you have a small business and you're trying to set up your employee benefits, really any of that and then some, Jim can help you. He's a great resource, a great sounding board. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollers to Jim, and I couldn't be any happier. You will be too. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. You can email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at Principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at Principal.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader, and we're lucky to have him. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh. And go birds. We 
all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Hey, everybody. Hi, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Well, during the commercial break, I did a little research and I saw what you gentlemen were talking about. And all I can say is, whoa. Yes. Okay. And the video clip that I saw from Breakfast on Broad, Jillian and Sarah asking all the questions. And all Barrett is sitting there doing is making facial gestures like this. Yes. Yeah. He ain't saying nothing, right? No. No, now you was, you weren't on the show. What happened to you? Where were I you? I was there? off there. I was off there for a little bit. It was uh, it Lucky was it was you. interesting. Yeah. No, we we, we you only fit somebody on a set. There was a whole thing. It was it was there was some hey, interesting this lady stuff. Was, this on. lady was a hoot, man. I she never saw hoot. that. She was a character, man. I don't know. Oh, I hope, hope she's still with us anyway. You uh, know what? The clip I saw Rob was from 2016. It says she was 80 years old then. Well, okay. She says yeah, yeah. She's 86 now. Yeah. Wow. Yep. 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 Anyway. Uh, Look at Rob trying to transition out of that real quick. Good luck. Yeah, not easy. Um, By the way, 130, Ben Davis. We'll talk a little bit about the Trey Turner signing. But uh, let's hit this guy. So um, in looking and digging a little bit deeper into the Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes thing, and you can debate who the MVP is right now. And and certainly I think you can make valid cases, you know, for for Mahomes, for Hurts. There's others, you know, Josh Allen, although he's, he's struggled a little bit with turnovers, especially in the red zone, et cetera. There's a couple other guys you can make a case for, for, for sure. Um, but if you look at it, you see the passing yards for Hertz. He's got uh, almost 3,000. He's at uh, 2,940 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, just three interceptions, averaging 8.2 yards per completion. He's got a 68 completion percent, 68% completion percentage, and a 108.3 passer rating. All damn good. Now you look at Patrick Mahomes. 3,800 passing yards, 30 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 65.7 completion percentage, 104.9 passer rating. Now you add in the fact that Jalen Hurts has 609 rushing yards, nine touchdowns on the ground, which would be 29 total. Then you throw in there 283 for Mahomes and two touchdowns. And you, when, you, when you look at the, compar- the, the completion percentage, you look at the passer rating, you look at the, how many more attempts – because the Chiefs throw a ton that Mahomes has. This is really tight. And, you know, as of right now, Jalen Hurts' team is 11-1. and one. Mahomes' team has two losses, three yep. losses. Yep, three. So, I, I, you know, I would say right now the season ends. It, it should be Hurts. My guess is, no pun intended, Jalen gets hurt because the passing yards are more for Mahomes and people look more at the passing yards than they do the running yards and the touchdowns. I'm glad you brought that up because I go back to last year and I just pulled up the stats. Now last year, old man, Tom Brady led the NFL in passing yards, 5,316 
led the league in touchdown passes, 43. Had a 102.1 QB rating. He was number one, and he, you know, he threw more attempts than anybody else. He had 719 attempts. Aaron Rodgers finished 10th in passing. He had 37 touchdowns, but only four interceptions. His QB rating was 111.9. Yet Aaron Rodgers won the MVP and not Tom Brady. And I'm trying to figure out, so what exactly is the criteria? For who is the MVP of a league? Yeah, I mean that's the thing; it's subjective, right? And yeah. there's a I don't know what everybody's individual uh, formula and what what goes into the stew for everybody, but I, I just fear that when it comes to Hertz, they're not taking into account the total touchdowns because he gets some on the ground. You know, he's got nine on the ground as opposed to just throwing it because we think the quarterback position just has to be throwing. You know, et cetera. I, I I don't know. I mean, we'll see. And, and look, Mahomes is already established, and we know that plays a, a big role in this thing versus the one who's climbing as opposed to the one who's already done it and been there and done that. Well, how many yards did um, Carson have at the time he got hurt? Was it week 13 against the Rams? How many – what was his What was his passing yardage all his, uh, um, his metrics? All right, let me look it up. So that would have been 2017? Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right, so let's see. All right, Wentz in that season, um, in 17. I don't like the way Pro Football Reference does their stuff now. All right, so he uh, – ESPN.com. Yeah, he's got 3,000 – he had 3,296 through 13 games. Mm -hmm. He had a completion percentage of just 60.2%. He had um, 30, wow, 33 touchdowns. He had 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He had a 101.9 passer rating. So we, um, at this point, he's got one more game. So Jalen, Jalen throws for another 300 yards. He'll be right around the same as as, as, as he is, plus a a better rating, more rushing yards, more. (laughs) Um, yeah, he, he won't get to the touchdown throws, but no, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're talking about six touchdowns in one game, yeah. <laughs> what but, that's not doable, you know, <laughs> but I mean, it's it, it's it goes to show he's right up there with the metrics of, of where you should be as an MVP candidate, yeah. Um, who's to know, you know, uh, if Carson would have won it, I think he would have that year, I think he would have still took us to the Super Bowl and more than likely won it also. I mean, that what if right there. Yeah, it's how, a, it's a how different, yeah. How 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 do you think Carson's career would be if he if he hadn't got hurt in that Rams game? Yeah, there's two what ifs off of that, Barrett. One is the, what you just laid out. What happens with Carson's career had, had he not blow his blown his knee out there? And the other thing is if if he if he does get hurt and they don't win it. We would have forever been bemoaning had he stayed healthy. They would have won it. You right. know, I mean, it, it, it all it, for as a fan from a fan base standpoint, it's way easier. You know, you're just like, hey, it's a shame for Carson, but the Eagles won, and it's a great story. But Carson's whole career changed. I think it changed because his knees never been the same. Yeah, I think his head has never been the same watching somebody else's backup win it. That's definitely not more than anything else. I think it, he, he turned into trying to play hero ball guy. Yep. Because of it, he, because he, he viewed it as every every time he's out there, he's got to do everything or else he could lose his job. And now you look at it, 
He lost his job in that scenario, and the guy won it. The next year, he got hurt again. We tend to forget about that. And the guy took them to the playoffs, and they won a game, won a playoff game. And they shouldn't have right. won the second one if all they needed was a catch from Had uh, Alshon held on. To Alshon, yeah, they could have yeah. won that game. Then he, he Indianapolis can't get rid of him quick enough. And then Washington yeah. this year starts winning when he leaves. Yep. You're telling me yep. that dude is like permanently not damaged from all of this? There's no way he is. Can't be yeah. right. Well, yeah, I find it interesting that, you know, up until he got hurt against the Rams at 17, everybody was talking about he was the odds-on favorite to win the MVP. He was 19th in passing. Yep. Okay. Now, he had – only Russell Wilson had more touchdown passes. Russell had 34. Carson had 33. Mm-hmm. Again, that year, Brady across the board, leading the NFL, passing yards, he had 32 touchdowns, only eight interceptions, 102 QB rating. Carson had a one 101.9 QB rating. And I'm sitting there going, well, how is Carson considered the favorite when, man, there could have been a case for like seven different quarterbacks but above him that that could have just as easily. The team said was they, rolling too. You know, that I mean, too, yeah. Like this team. Yes. The losses were, you know – I mean, they didn't have at the time. Were, were they thirteen? No, they weren't thirteen. They were thirteen. I think they were eleven and three, maybe when three, he got yeah. hurt after they because they did win that game. You remember Foles came in yeah, they and did. had to. They got down and they got a game winning field goal. Yep. I mean, he he gave, he took them to a lead on that play. That he gave them the lead when he blew his knee out. Yep, yep. So Jump, that one play when he blew it out, man, jumping into the end zone, dove across the goal line. Somebody right. caught him with a knee on, uh, caught him with a helmet on the knee. Yeah, to be exact, to be, I'm sorry, to be exact, that wasn't that, that that was called back with a penalty. Then he stays in there. I don't know how on a totally shredded knee and throws one. Do you remember that? Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's right. Lane was holding. Yeah. And so he, I'm still, I remember him walk after he somehow throws that and they score. Like if you watch the, the, the side of his knee total as he's walking towards yep. the side and just give. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. This, holy yeah. God. What, what just mean, happened? Yeah. Was, he had no ligaments holding anything together in his knee. Anyway, but. Well, who who was the player that, that said at one point they were playing without an ACL? I can't remember. It was a, a, a really good player who said they were playing without an ACL ligament. Without and I'm like, an ACL. Huh. How the heck are you doing that? Well, I don't know. I tell you what, a guy I played with for four years. Heinz Ward didn't have his his ACLs. Ugh. When he was young, he snapped him, and his mom couldn't afford to take him to the hospital. So Ugh. his body learned to 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 do everything without ACLs. Ugh. So here he is, this big time player leaving Georgia. He would have been a first round player because he did everything. He played receiver, played quarterback. Was he was like all SEC? You know, what I'm saying he was probably mm-hmm. you know MVP of the SEC, and he has no. Um, no ACL. Yes. Oh, he still doesn't have it. His body just learned to play without it. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Can you believe? Yeah. I mean, talking about the human yeah. body being able to go out and 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 fix itself and 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 still be functional. Hmm. He does not have ACLs. That's crazy. That's crazy. That, that, look that it up. Is, you uh, can tell, look it up. No, I, I hear you. That's amazing. He went to do. He's going. He's at the combine, oh, wow. and they're going through all the tests of combine. He's like, where the hell is your ACL at? Ugh. He doesn't have it. Well, I mean, it's, his body got used to not having it. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but but regardless, back to what we were saying, I, I, I maybe we're maybe we're not giving the voters enough credit. Maybe they will take into account the complete game that, that Jalen has, the all around game. 
maybe we're maybe our our thinking will have shifted away from just traditional drop back and throw and you know maybe we're getting we're getting there maybe there's a recognition that the position has changed uh i i can't say for sure i i I would say my fear is right now if you ask me right now with those with the the numbers that both guys have they probably go mahomes right now would be my guess but i don't know that for sure yeah i don't either but i've always looked at it as a popularity contest like the pro bowl voting Yep. You know, and I, and I could see Jalen being snubbed because of Patrick Mahomes. He's that wonder kid. He's the magician. The Everybody, name. Oh, my goodness. Every time he does something, when he spins around 20 times and throws a 10-yard completion, just social media blows up in anything yep. Patrick Mahomes does. You know, and it should be based on more than that. It should be based on actual work effort and ethic and criteria. You know, and unfortunately, it's not. Now, the year I just looked it up, the year that Carson got hurt, going into that Rams game, Eagles were 10-2 and two right? going into that game. So, um, and, and they still won that game with Nick Foles coming in and, and, and holding holding the team together for him. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, it's a shame when you consider where, if anything, people should look at where Jalen was a year ago compared to where he is right now. Right. You know, only three interceptions, completion percentage, QB rating, total touchdowns, not just passing touchdowns, but total touchdowns. And somehow, some way, I think he's going to get snubbed because he's not the name. He's not Justin yeah. Herbert, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Plus, I think there's also you would hope that these people have paid attention closely enough, but I, I, there also is the, I think in some camps, maybe a perception that he doesn't throw it well, like that. He's still the same guy that the Eagles had to just run all the time last that's year. For to survive. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah. I hope that's yeah. not the case. Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause you know, I'm, I look at his game and you take Patrick Mahomes, you take Kelsey out of that offense. I don't think he runs the same. I don't think that he can no. be uh-huh. effective without it, but you could take Dallas Goddard out. Hurts is still effective. You can take AJ Brown out. Hurts is still effective. You take uh, Sanders out. Hurts is still effective. I'm talking about a guy that influenced the game more than any other quarterback in the league. You got to say it's Hurts because he's shown the capacity to do it. You look at you look at A Rod right now. Aaron Rodgers is almost helpless without his boy down in, um with the right Yeah. So you look at you mean come on man. You look at his game. Hurts is like all right. I got a yin to my yang. I know who I can go to. I know how to get the ball out to my weapons, no matter, you know, because, dude, we haven't had Dallas Garden in the past three weeks, and he's still running that offense effectively. Man, you got to give him props, man. They have to give him props for that. You know, they have to give him, you know, the fact that he can go out and run for 150 yards and then turn right back around and be able to throw for 350 yards. Come on, man. You know what, Rob, you being a native Philadelphian, you tell me whether you agree with this or not. Now, I've been here over 25 years. Mm -hmm. And from my observation, the one thing that I've always noticed is media on the outside looking in, people on the outside looking in do not like Philadelphia. I I don't know why. but As a whole. As a whole. I mean, the sports teams as a whole, I don't – and I don't know why. But it's – and I've heard others talk about that, and I've said, you know what? Maybe there's some truth to that, and I, and I have to the for the life of me as I sit here today, I can't figure out why. It's a passionate for sports base. Yeah, it, it's turned out quality athletes, Hall of Fame athletes. It's had they've had great moments. The only thing they've lacked is championships, but still, it is a vibrant sports community, 
And yet people on the outside looking in have this disdain for Philadelphia. I, I've never figured that out. I, I think it's the it's the misperception of the fans. I, I think it's uh, or misconception of the fans. I, I think I think they're they're viewed as sort of ingrates, eat their own. Uh, I, I, this label, which I think is a, the most bogus label there ever is, like to run the player out of town and, and all those kind of things. Right. I think I think that seeps over into the teams itself where I mm. think that it's typically viewed Philadelphia, like Philadelphia is viewed as this sort of like uh city of Neanderthals and from a family. Yes. Yes. About. Yes. Where, you know, the, the other teams bus pulls up and you have little kids giving them the finger. Meanwhile, if you talk to the athletes, the opposing athletes, they love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. They love it because they <laughs> yeah. would rather go somewhere and have the fans care enough. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then fans be yawning. You, you go play a game against the Orlando Magic. Boy, there's a lot of fire there. Like it's a yawn <laughs> fest. Yeah. But yeah. you know, you you take on this fan base, they're up for it. The second you're pulling in, you know, the Eli Cardinals Madden also. Talks about it. Michael the Cardinals. Irvin talks about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. I I think Derek, to answer your question, I think part of it is a is a it's a fan thing more than anything else. Mm. I don't know why it's been that way a long time. And and let's face it, the the years of losing. It took its toll on a lot of people, and yeah, you know, fans can be negative at times. But I think it's 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 some of that. There, I here's the other thing I will tell you. I worked at ESPN. It was my first job out of college. Um, and while there are people from all walks of life there, all all you know, everybody all over, scattered from all over the country, mm-hmm. it's predominantly Boston and New York. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's an inbred rival there. that's natural with with those cities and those cities want to crap all over philadelphia just like philadelphia wants to crap on new york and boston right Right. sometimes you're going to see some (laughs) you're going to see some slanted reporting when it comes to this kind of stuff absolutely you know it's like you you hate you hate everything about boston and new york and i i I see it in you all the time yeah 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 it's it's true it's true it's inbred man it's in in dallas so they're my they're my but you know but i think that Comes place in. I will say the other thing, and this is where I'm kind of getting off the point, but uh, yeah, there are a lot of people up in arms that uh, ESPN, yeah, I think it was on uh, Get Up. Is that the Greenberg show? Get Up, is that what it's called? Get Up. Um, Mike Greenberg show. I'm not I think sure. I get Up. I, I, yeah, I get them all confused. So I, the, um, they had this, uh, these, these odds for, for what their research department came up with. The Eagles were fourth to win the Super Bowl and the Cowboys were first. And there's a mm. lot of people in the city up in arms. Keep in mm. mind, they do this kind of stuff. It's like it's like a provocative poll question. You want to do it to get people to react. That's why Skip Bayless is in business, because he says things that keep people, yep. get people cranked up. And they know yep. when you dangle the carrot in front of Philadelphians, even mm. though they say, we don't, you know, you don't like us, we don't care. That's BS. They care. They'll get all cranked up about things. So maybe some of that is – plays into some of this stuff we're talking well about. you you mentioned how maybe it's perceived as a neanderthal mentality about this city um you can say the same thing about boston in new york because hey man let me tell you some, some ignorant fans up there i've seen some ignorant fans in those areas man okay yeah and i mean you know i mean downright just belligerent fans mm-hmm. and the only difference is they've had the, the multitude of titles yeah you know but in terms of just a fan base I don't think Philadelphia is any worse than Boston or New York. No, to be honest with you, no, no, I would agree. You know, but yet yeah. they get this, they get this black eye um, as the consummate hate, you know, venue 
across the country. And I've never understood that. I just, well, it has a lot to do with what happened like 40 years ago. Was it 30, 40 years ago when they threw snowballs at Santa Claus? Yeah. And they still talk about that. It was, right. it was more than, it was like the, it was like 68. Yeah. It was a long time ago. And, and, and that, yeah, that's brought up all the bad stuff, the batteries with JD drew, all those kind of things are just, it's so, frankly, it's, it's, it's a threw batteries in really, me. Yeah, it's it's and I was, it, and I was an Eagle. I, 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 I was I was on the Eagles roster right then. Yeah, yeah. There have been plenty of incidents, but it's like it, the, the the only issue I have is I don't care that you bring that stuff up, but it's for some reason it's overlooked in other cities when there there's yeah. really Oakland behavior. Oakland. Oakland. Uh, look what happens at Dodger games with. Oh my goodness. Um, uh, you remember the the, the father son duo beat up the first base coach and the, the White Absolutely. Sox. Absolutely. Those two maniacs. You know, I remember that, back in the day when somebody got stabbed at a Raiders game yeah. in the game during the game. Right. How'd you yeah. How'd you get a, a, a knife in the stadium? Somehow they don't wear that same label, I, and I don't know why. That I don't know. I can't answer that. But it's uh, yeah. So I, I back to the Jalen thing. Look, I I think he's put himself in the position to, to win it. And and think about oh, no that. No question. Man. When we went into a season not really sure what he was, and we're sitting here now, and he's in an MVP race with. Patrick Mahomes, that's pretty cool, man. It's pretty awesome the the strides that he's taken. I, I'm I'm blown away how much he's gotten better with his completion percentage, how much his his passer rating is up. Like they're, they're so impressive those numbers. You know, we knew he could run, yeah. um, but he's become such a better pass, and he doesn't give the ball away either. He's got three interceptions. Well, you know, I know put, he, I know he had the strip sack a couple weeks ago, but he doesn't give the ball away either. Put put it like this. I'm, I'm sitting back and I, and I watch look, the, the the touchdown he threw to to um, to um, uh, Smitty. On that play, they had trips to the right. They had AJ Brown as the wide guy. Uh, the next guy in was uh, was uh, was uh, who was it? Uh, Quez. And then they had Jack Stahl, and that's the trip side over there. On the opposite side was Smitty by himself. So he knew he had to go to the one-on-one. But he looked, and this is how he played it. He looked over and he looked to the right. And he watched the routes develop on the right side, knowing he's been going to A.J. Brown the entire time. So A.J. Brown, he draws the double team. They bracketed him on the outside. But then they ran two crossing patterns, high-low crossing patterns from the opposite side of Smitty and the end. And that safety, that that uh, two-high safety, kind of got locked in on Jack Stahl because that's where, you know, that's where, where um, Hertz was looking at. Mm-hmm. He looked at him trying to keep that safety to come over because on the backside, Smith, Smith was running a, a post. And on the post, when he was going in, he had to look at that safety to keep the safety off the post on the out on the, on the backside. So he stayed with Jack Stahl, looked at Jack Stahl. And that one step, that look, gave that safety one step and he stepped towards Jack Stahl and he was able to throw it in behind him and 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 he knew he couldn't throw it too far in inside because the safe was there. So he kind of underthrew it a little bit to bring Smitty back to the ball in order for him to catch it uncontested. And mm-hmm. he was able to walk it to the end zone. Wow. Those are the little things that he's That's doing. Now. He's yeah. finding the one-on-one matchups in defenses, and he's getting it to him. Just like the, the touchdown with A.J. Brown. One-on-one on that side, even though he's been killing them, they decide to double-team Smitty on the opposite side, and he gets, a, he gets the ball to A.J. Uh, 
Brown on the play. Mm. He is really breaking down the defense and understanding where he's supposed to go. His pre-snap reads are getting better. He knows how to look guys off. He's doing everything that you want from yeah. your starting quarterback. Yeah, he's becoming a complete quarterback. No question. Really is. All right, let's uh, let's get a quickie. We'll come back. Uh, we will dig into the playoff, the way the seeding is setting up right now, uh, and, and get into you know just the the good fortune, the the wealth of uh, of talent. Uh, the riches that we have here in Philadelphia sports with some of the big names now that Trey Turner is going to be added. So we'll dip into that as well. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn. I'm Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, I'm going to tell you about ProAction Restoration. Yes, ProAction Restoration. If you have a home, a business, a property that you may own, and they've uh, been through the unfortunate situation of a fire, of water damage, of smoke damage, mold damage, whatever the case may be, they are the people to call. They are the people to get in contact with because they're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I've gone through it personally, and they've gotten uh, – I had ProAction get out to my parents' house on a Saturday, thankfully cleaned up everything, and it was just – it was a peace of mind, and the price was reasonable. The crew was great. They're licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company also. So again, it could be water, could be fire, could be smoke, could be mold damage. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call. 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760. Or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader, and we're lucky to have him. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh. And go birds. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. 
Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Welcome back, everybody. What's going on? We are Sports State, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Rob Ellis, there, Gun Barrett Brooks, hanging out with you on a a wet Tuesday in the uh, in the Delaware Valley in our neck of the woods. That's for sure. But it's been all uh, sunshine and rainbows uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, so guys, if the playoffs started were to start today, or the the, uh, the season were to come to an end today, with the way things are right now, so the way the NFC would be, the Eagles would have the bye. So they would be off. The matchups would be the seven seed Seattle against the two seed Minnesota. Okay. That would be a good game. Yes. That game would be, yeah. But we obviously in Minnesota with the the better seeded Vikings. You would have the Giants traveling to San Francisco. That would be the 6 3 game. So Giants, 49ers. And then you would have the yeah. five seed Cowboys against the four seed Bucks. And if you're wondering why the Bucks are a higher seed, it's simply because they're leading that division and the Cowboys are not leading their division. So that's the way it would look wow. right now. Yeah. Mm, boy, those are some good matchups. I agree with you. It's some some really intriguing games there. Um, Seattle, Minnesota would be a really good game. Although, although Tom Brady might need a full body armor. For Dallas's pass rush, but oh man, even as Brady, fast as he gets it out, I'm he's still getting you, hit. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, because he, you know, he's going to throw the ball at least 40 times. They're not going to run the ball. He's going to throw the ball 40 times. He's yeah. going to take about 40 hits in that game. <laughs> I, I'll tell you though, like how many, how many holding calls did Donovan Smith have in like big spots last oh, night? Oh my goodness! Oh my, my goodness. goodness! Like how about the ball that Brady throws, which should have been the one that was the game winner? It was a perfect throw. I think mm-hmm. it was the it was the Godson. I can't remember who he threw it to, but anyway, it was, it it was, was the Godson run. in the back of the end zone. I mean, yeah. unbelievable, and it's called back for holding. They still yeah. ended up scoring, but yeah, it, it's it's wild, man. It is it is definitely wild. I, I just can't get over the fact that this man's forty five years old and still has one of the most accurate arms still in the game today, and he has plenty of zip left on his ball. Yeah, at forty five years old, that that is just mind-boggling in itself we, we may never see anything like this again no, i don't think we will not in that league not the beating you take in that league it's no, it's no. freakish it's freakish um so they, they would be the matchups for the first round here um and and I, i'll tell you it's let those teams just beat each other up and have the eagles sitting there waiting it, it, w- it would be uh it would be perfect but i was looking at some of the eagles numbers now they're um they're second in scoring offense they're fifth in, in running and they're 13th in passing. They are eighth in points allowed. They are first in passes and in, in uh, defensive passing. They are 17th against the run. Uh, they've allowed 17 points or fewer, eight of their 12 games. They have the second most sacks, second highest sack percentage, first turnover differential, first scoring differential. Um, you know, really, most of the key metrics, they're right there. Uh, across the board on both sides of the ball. It's, it's pretty amazing uh, what they've been able to do. 
Then you look at some of the individual numbers. You know, Miles Sanders has what could very likely go over a thousand yards this week. Oh, he only, he only has like only needs like 76, 77 yeah. yards. Yeah, he's 924 right now. Average and he's just about five yards per carry, nine touchdowns, has not fumbled the ball. You go to AJ Brown, you know, and this is prior to the list past week, really wasn't himself for a couple of weeks. 61 catches, 950 yards. More than fifteen and a half yards per catch, nine touchdowns. And you know we could dig in all everybody, but they're 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 it's they're really impressive across the board. They're they're going to have Hassan Reddick, barring an injury, is going to be in double digit sacks. You know he's going to be able to do that again, and that was one of their big signings. They have um, a, a cornerback tandem in Slay and Bradbury, who give up virtually nothing. Who both could be Pro Bowlers? Who are both going to be Pro Bowlers uh, for sure? You know, and you have kind of an unsung linebacking core who just, you know, do the job every week. You know, Kaiser White, I know he's a little bit banged up, but Kaiser White and TJ Edwards and then, you know, those guys just get it done. And then even this week, when Nicobe Dean got plugged in there, he led the team in tackles. Yeah, he did. You know, who he's we only, he played there. 15 plays, has six tackles. Yep. Yeah. So Come on, man. Like, one tackle for loss. Yeah. yeah, there there is so many things to be, you know, just optimistic, excited about with this team. You got five games it. left. You got Smitty has 711 yards. He's he's due to he's be gonna a get thousand, thousand yards receiver. Yep. You know. I don't know how many yards um, Goddard have. Five something. Yeah, that's going to be tough depending on what he comes back to. Yeah. That's going to well, be tough. I mean, still, you know, though, two you know receivers and a, and a running back over a thousand yards, Pop. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's amazing. And, you know, and that kind of goes the bigger picture here. You think about the 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 athletes that we have in the city right now. You go Hertz, you go AJ Brown, you throw Devontae in there, Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Slay, Bradbury, as we mentioned, Reddick. You want to go to the Phillies, you have Harper, now Turner, Wheeler, Nola, Schwarber. And then you go to the Sixers. You know, I'm frustrated with them, but still, you have Embiid, you have Harden, you have Maxi, who's on his way to being that guy. This is a, you know, and, and, and by all accounts, Trey Turner turned down a bigger deal from San Diego. Yeah. Mm. To be here, I noticed you didn't mention any Florida heart. I tried to just get through that. I know. Florida heart. <laughs> Got to keep it moving. I've yeah. been pro raw. Uh, and no, <laughs> doesn't do anything for you. Can't do it, man. One sexy. Right, can't put right. them in this grouping. Just can't. Right. Can't do it. Not right now. Sorry. Come on, man. Give the Flyers some love. No thanks. They did win last night. I give them that props. They they did win, so I, I I'll give them that. I mean, yeah. But that's all I'm giving them. You got to earn your pay around here. You got to earn it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But still, I mean, uh, in fact, just a real quick. Uh, so AJ's on pace for 1,300 yards, and Devontae's on pace to get over 1,000, just for what it's worth. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're in we're in a real good time right now. All you need is a few more trophies. That's all you need. That's all. That's, that's that is all. what you need, for that's sure. All you need is a few more trophies, man, yeah. to, to, to cap off. The, you're right, because it's a great time. So we right could win now. a Super Bowl and a World Series in one year. Uh, well, get to, yeah, get to. Yeah, um, I'm saying we're gonna win. Oh, the Phillies are gonna win. Okay, yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, it, do, it does. Uh, John Dickerson Tampa did it. It's like they the early it with, '80s. It does yeah. have that kind of feel to it right now, you know. But the teams, the t- this, there's definitely the stars here that the teams have to win. Uh, wasn't so. wasn't one year the Cel- the Celtics, Red Sox, and and the Bruins in one year? Wasn't it something I think like so. Over yeah, a two-year span? I think you're right. Oh, they, just did, they just did it in uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa had the Tampa, Bucks, yeah. the Lightning, yep. and the Rays got there. Yep. yep. Yeah, 
And they all have a basketball team, but yeah. And they're not even a sports town. I know. Or a right. town. Yeah, and transplants. You know, yep. it's retired folks and people who, you know, want to get out of the cold. Who, and again, a lot of those are older people, but still. Um, it's where Rob wants to go. I would, I, I, Clearwater, man. That's where I'd like to be. Would you move to Clearwater? Would your wife go? Uh, I think it sounds good in theory. Okay. I don't know how I would react to that all year round. Like, I don't know what the slower pace would suit me. You would wait, be wait, so wait, wait, bored wait. because yeah. you like, could only have one disaster. job. If I, first of all, I'm never going to be able to retire. But if I ever did retire, <laughs> I would be. I, I think I would. It would be a little bit of a struggle. Let's let's think about this for a moment. Yeah. Warm warm weather year round. Yes. Beach Check. beach right at your back door every day. Go across the causeway from Clearwater to Tampa. You got you got some unbelievable restaurants. You do have good restaurants. Yep. Uh, let's see here. You you got a football team. You got a baseball team. Football team is relevant every year. The baseball team is relevant every other year. So if you just wanted to go to a game just to watch a game, especially if one of your Philadelphia teams came in, you have that luxury. It's true. But again, let me go back to what I initially said. Warm weather year round. Yeah, I, you, 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 everything you just said. Uh, yes, I think I can. I think I can handle it. Could you convince the wife? Uh, she would. She would have. Uh, she would enjoy it a lot. Yeah, she would do it quicker than I would for sure. She really? loves the beach. Oh my god, she loves the beach. Yeah, she loves. She loves being near a beach. So yeah. Oh, oh I thought you would have to persuade her. So she would have to persuade you. No. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? Honestly. Um, I, I, yes, I, we, 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 we could pull that off. I think so. Okay. I think we pull it. All right. Yeah. Plus it's not that expensive place to live. It, it's not bad. Florida's got not no bad. state tax. Yeah. There's no. some, there's some real no. advantages, man. Yeah. To, start, to pa- start packing. Yeah. Well, the only, I said the only area I really, I'm not a fan of Jacksonville, you know, Orlando's no, nice. No. It's fine. Uh, but I don't like Jacksonville. I can, I can handle certain parts of South Florida. And I really like that. The, the, the West coast of Florida, what we're talking about. You know, as fabulous as Miami can be, South Beach is incredible. I would never want to live in Miami. Yeah, it's too much. There's too there's much dark stuff going on in Miami, man. Yeah, there's a I, lot. Yeah, no Miami's thing. a handful. Yeah, you can have my. Plus, they're usually the first ones to get hit when a major hurricane come in. That's nah, all right. I like to wake up in the morning and see a roof on top of my house. <laughs> that yeah, that is right. one. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of a worry. Yeah. All right. Well, what would you give me? Give me. I think I know yours, Derek, and then I'll get Barrett. So, what's your ideal retirement spot? Oh, San Diego. There's San no Diego. question. Yeah. If, if people ask me all the time, who are my favorite cities? San Diego's number one and Chicago's number two. The only reason, with, the only problem with Chicago is I can only live there from April to October. I was going to say, if you could split <laughs> Chicago and San Diego, you roll yes. out of Chicago in like yes. October. Yeah. You come back in June. <laughs> in, in, in May, late May or June. Yeah. No yeah. question about it. Chicago's yeah. an incredible city. It uh, is. Fabulous restaurants. Uh, more than enough pro sports teams. The rest, uh, the, the, in the living outside of Chicago, the areas are beautiful, man. Yeah. If you like just flat land, Midwest flat land, it's beautiful there. Uh, but definitely San Diego. Uh, I would go to San Diego in a heartbeat if I could. Mm-hmm. It's, it's priced out of my range now. It was priced out of my range 15 yeah, years Yeah, that's ago. the thing. You better be rolling in it to, to live yeah. in Southern California. Yeah. Southern California Can't is do tough. it. How, well, how about you, Barry? The taxes there are just stupid, man. So I wouldn't yeah, go yeah. west. Yeah, they I are. would go west. If anything, I would uh, uh, even though the taxes are high, I still like here in Jersey, man. I, I do. But if push came to shove and I had to go somewhere, and you know, I, I would go somewhere like 
The Outer Banks. Yes. I go to the Outer Banks. I, I like. I really like Sills. Would is rolling out of there too. <laughs> He's out of San Diego. And Apple costs fifteen dollars. Okay. Yeah, that's. Oh, I, I, I I like Barrett. You're right. And I I would I should probably be more open minded to like. South Carolina, North Carolina, yep, the, yep. You know, those areas. The too. Carolinas, so, yeah. So you I go got there. all that stuff there. The warm everything's the right there, and yep. you still get all four. You still get all four seasons, but yeah. they're just not extreme, right? Like you don't get you don't get the bad, like you barely get snow. Like I wouldn't buy a snowblower. Like I'd pack my snowblower right. up right. and, and yep. throw it away. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I go down there, or I would go somewhere like like you said, Tampa. Um, I wouldn't go so far up north on the west coast that I would be next to Alabama. Still, uh, yeah, I wouldn't go that far either. It's still yeah. too clannish to me for up there in Alabama, man. It's clannish, <laughs> clannish. Yeah, I couldn't do that. But um, like even you know, uh, even now I wouldn't go to Houston because it's way too hot, way way too hot. Oh, Houston's, yeah. Houston's a great town though, man. Um, yeah, I, I'm right. not interested in, in in Houston at all. No, no. you mean you can cook food on the streets in Houston, man. <laughs> Is yeah, that bad? Man, I see. Man, I don't want you, that. You humid? No, bro. That, yeah. that humidity in Houston ain't no joke, bro. Yeah. I'm telling but I do now, like, Phoenix, I do, uh, Phoenix, I would go to. Not enough water. I got to no, water, bro. Wrong, wrong, Barry, because there are five. And I'll show you some pictures. I'll see you some pictures. Uh, because my brother and I have a friend who uh, we went to high school with who owns his own business who lives in Phoenix. There are five incredible lakes around Phoenix. And I'm talking – have everything you want. The bass fishing is ridiculous, man. They got bluegills, bluegills bear biggest plates. That's up mm. in Lake uh, Lake Havasu and outside. Uh, you would have more than enough freshwater fishing at what, especially you having boats. You would have more than enough for freshwater fish and just people going their boats. And the thing is, the lakes are built in these canyons, so you, you you're cruising down the waters, and you look up and bighorn sheep are walking down the mountains to take a drink of water, and you're like thirty feet from them. It's like and then you you drive wow. an hour. You oh, dude, I've got pictures. Of, it's unbelievable. Some of these lakes are just unbelievable in Phoenix, and you would never think that because, like you said, not enough water. And I would I was always always think that until our friends start taking us out on his boat, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Hmm. Where is Lake Tahoe at, man? I, you know, that's uh, in Nevada. That's Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. There's also a Tahoe, California, too. It's yes, it's there a, is. Yeah, they get a lot I've of snow in Tahoe, before. California. You don't want to go. To, if, unless you like snow, you don't want to go to Tahoe, California. Bro. Yeah, no, no. no I, it's good. They're cool areas, though. I gotta have somewhere I can I can put a boat. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, I, you can I do that in Tahoe. Yeah, like I'm 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 looking right now. Like I said, I'm looking. Um, that 18 acres, man. The uh, owner went in a different direction. Oh, you're not. That's not no. happening. Your, your farm, your the, goat farm. I, I I beat everybody out as far as you know the bid, but she decided to go in another direction. Okay. You, you know what that tells me? Was a somebody got to her and said, "You know what? Are you are you ridiculous? It's back, the land's in Jersey, right?" Yep. Somebody probably told her what you're selling it for. You get more than that. She pulls it off the market. No, it's it's no, it's actually kind of racist and racial. Why I didn't get it? Really? Yeah. No, yeah, man. Yeah. It's that you know not not and not it's not black and white either. Interesting. It's 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 it's, it's people want to sell to their own. You know what I'm saying? You, I you know, you. they want to sell to their own. You know, and it was a, but like this, it was a, um, it was an Asian farm, farm, a real farm. Yeah. And I don't look Asian. I'm, I look black. So, wow. I, yeah. You know what? I hate to say it, but that still happens in America, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't be mad at him. I can't be mad at him. 
Uh, she gonna yeah. lose less money. I have I offer more money. She said no. So that meant, you know what? And it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know you're, you're 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 better off. It wasn't meant to happen. My mom uh, said. My mom said, when it's time for me to get it, it's gonna fall into my lap. That's right. Yeah. I That's believe right. that. I truly believe it. You just sit on your millions until further notice. <laughs> what millions? Yeah. What millions? That's buy, why I'm buying land and not a house on the land. If you can buy, I don't care what, I don't, you buy 18 acres of anything anywhere in New Jersey, you're paying money. You're paying, you're paying a pretty penny. Well, no, not actually, because I, I I wouldn't have been able to afford those 18 acres if I was buying 18 acres of usable land. It was actually undeveloped. Early, yeah, it was ten. Is they got they got stuff here like the, they got a um, the pine, they got the pine um, something whatever they call it. You know, you you, you got to go through the pine system. You know, to yeah do stuff or the watershed. You got to make sure right. it's got to be zoned for this and it can't be this. You know, and the pine lands got to make sure that you can build this. You know, so it was only out of that ten. I mean, out of that eighteen, only ten would be usable to build on. Hmm. It's it's funny you should say that because uh, John Runyon. Uh, and I'd been to his house a couple of times to interview him for things. Incredible house in Jersey, you know, and he sold that house and got a different house, which is a fabulous house. But the house he had, he had 34 acres. So he had this beautiful house sitting on like three, four acres. And the rest of the 30 plus acres was just farmland. Okay. Just trees and, and everything for the house, for his property taxes, for his house, he was paying like th- almost 30,000 for property taxes. The farmland was only like seven, eight hundred dollars for thirty something acres because right. it was undeveloped. Yeah, it's it's crazy, you oh know. God. But I'll never live in Jersey. Number one, I hate the jug handles. I don't like Jer- Jersey. And number two, you I ain't do, yeah, you got to deal with that. that. But you ain't yeah. got to pump your own gas, though, bro. I don't care. I'd rather pump my own gas. I ain't sitting there waiting for nobody to come wash my window pump. Hey, liquor's rather, cheaper, also. You know, than Delaware. Liquor? No, not cheaper than Delaware. But the oh, gas yeah, is cheaper yeah. than Delaware. Yeah, what's true. But I, you know, what are the property taxes? Five times what I pay in Delaware. Yeah, in fact, you're supposed to be looking for me some places down there, man. No, I tried that already, and you snubbed it and said you stay in Jersey. So therefore, I told my friend, who's the number one real estate agent in the state of Delaware, you know what? If Bear Brooks called you, hang up. No, I did just not say up. that. I did not say that. You, what? I just said. I just said no. I said oh, no. I said it's not. That's not it. I just said I wanted to move two houses down from you, and you said no. You can't move two houses down from me. I already checked. No property is available. Next. <laughs> I, I will say this. I have totally lost control this week. <laughs> would everybody agree? <laughs> uh, everybody would agree with that, right? I mean, sometimes I'm able to sort of reel it in. <laughs> and, and this week, I've either done a really bad job or I don't know what's going on. Uh, anyway. Rob, you know what? Sometimes... You just gotta let, to let it go. It go. Let you it got go. to let it go, Rob. Exactly. I'm sure I'll get yelled at it. Hey, well, well, look at this though. We, we might be giving Rob a day off. We might give him a day off. We'll see. Like, yeah, bro. Take I, a I'm day a little off, bummed. Man. The streak might be broken, man. Well, yeah, yeah I, to take a day off, man. Take a day off, bro. We we I, might I, have I, Friday. Friday it might be unscripted. D Gun and B Brooks. Yeah, but then you, your Xander said he was worried about whether we can handle the show. I'm insulted by that. <laughs> like I've been doing this forty some years. I can't. I mean, seriously, really, really. Oh my god! Right, right. Yeah. Well, uh, to... you, you want us to get another person? Uh, you, you, you ever you think you you can deal with this? You know what? Just for that, no, no. Xander, <laughs> oh Xander just said, "I knew that would be used against me." You know what? Yeah, in, in the court of law. 
You know what, Xander? Yeah. Just for that, I ain't showing up. If you don't have a third person in Friday, I ain't showing up. Just for oh, Barrett Solo. Yes. Oh, hey, he did it for 12 minutes. Can he do it for three hours? <laughs> I would have a rundown, though. See, I would have a rundown That's this true. time. Barrett, I, I don't care. You ain't sitting there talking by yourself. Only Dan Cilio does that. You're not talking yeah, three hours by bro, yourself. Is he a ch- he's a champ, bro. I don't see how Dan does it, man. Well, Dan has a lot to say. At least it's to himself he does. Does. You know what? Because he's living in San Diego, man. He got that's what it is. Yeah. San Diego, where he can't get wait, can't wait to get out of there. Yes, bro. But you, it's so expensive. Like, like I Dude, told you, I went Rob, down there. It ain't no joke, bro. Oh, I know, I, I know, I know. I went down there to to you know go for CTE testing. You know, I make yeah. sure that I'm cool. Yep. So I go Did down you and I, you know, I say, you know what? I just get up. <laughs> Obviously he's not. Don't even listen to everybody. Don't listen to everybody. He's with but, us. Uh, what is right? that? <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Well, like I didn't hear it, no, but, but look, I said, you know, I'm going to go take a walk, see what's going on around here. So I'm, I'm walking and um, I get to this house, you know, it looked like regular old houses, man. This this house is a, um, a ranch and it's like 900 square feet and it's on not even a quarter of an acre. And I'm looking at it, it's, on, it's a for sale. So I, you know what, let me look it up and see, yeah. just so I can see that, you know, see if D-Gun is telling the truth. I ain't like, ain't never like. I look it up. It's a corner lot. It was, it was like nine hundred and eighty nine. I mean, nine hundred eighty nine square feet house for foot house. It was on one quarter of an acre, on the end, and because it was on the end, it was one point one million dollars. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Go to San Francisco. Cost you more than that. It's worse. San Fran's worse. San Fran's worse. One point one million dollars. I mean, any any L A. San Diego, San Francisco. Vicinity, it's, it's it. insanity. They said the kids that when they get out of school, they're used to working two or three jobs while they go to school, and none no. of them live alone in their apartments. They no. all live like they get they get no. with friends and stuff, and they you know they all stay in one house, yeah, just to you know just to keep the bell bills bearable. Yep. But here's yeah. the thing I loved about the San Diego area. You know, you get tired of the beaches. You go north a little ways, you find you can go snow. You go east uh, down to where my wife lives. There's nothing but sand and sand dunes, dude. And and around Thanksgiving holiday, uh, holiday, uh, there's an area right outside between San Diego, uh, between where my wife. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is from a new Arizona called Glamis, Glamis, California. It's nothing but sand dunes as far as you can see. From, from let's, let's just say from like Thanksgiving weekend all the way up till Christmas, it's like a city. It is thousands upon thousands of people that converge there with their dune buggies and stuff. And all these different companies, these companies that sell dune buggy products and stuff and ATV products, they set up stands all up and down the road. You got everything you want. It's unbelievable. I love, and I love going dune buggy, man. Um, it, it, you, you can do so many different things. You like San Diego, you go to Embarcadero. Uh, great, great uh, seafood restaurants. You go to the Gas Lamp District or Gaslight, whatever they call it. Great Mexican restaurants. Mission Mission Valley. I lived in Mission Valley. You go to Mission Beach. La Jolla is right there. You know, uh, Pacific. I uh, was it Pacific. Uh, forgot the t- what the town is called. But it's 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 got. But you gotta have straight right. cash, homie. Yep. Just like just like Randy. <laughs> just like Randy, what he said. Straight cash, homie. That's <laughs> it, Randy Moss. 
Um, all right, we come back. Speaking of straight cash, homie, how about 11 years, 300 million? That, that could get you a place in San Diego. That is Trey Turner. Woo! He will be a Philly. We'll talk Beach, to yeah. Ben Davis about the addition. When we come back, uh, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Tape, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I'm going to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So ask yourself, you know, I've been out in the yard. I was raking up some leaves, and my trees look a little sketchy. They're just a quick phone call away. They're experts trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern PA, South Jersey, northern Delaware. They specialize, does Flynn Tree Services, in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now, keep in mind, you got storm season is under, upon us, hurricane season. Now's a great time to have your trees evaluated. You go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give them a call, 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted. Revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh. And go birds. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today.
Oh, big news came down yesterday during the show. Trey Turner to the Phillies, 11 years, $300 million. And my first thought was, you know what, we have to get our next guest on. First of all, we haven't talked to him since the Phillies playoff run. It's been a while. He's he's working the offseason beard and everything. He's got it going on, man. The former number two overall pick in the 1995 MLB draft. The man known as Ben, but his real name is Mark Christopher Davis. A little, little fun fact for you. Ben Davis. What's happening? Say what? Yes, I gave you a lot right there. <laughs> Mark Christopher Davis. That's correct. That is correct. How you doing, gentlemen and Gunner? Is it? <laughs> there we go. No, his real name is Daniel Boone because I'm surprised he's not out shooting something on the back floor. <laughs> how you know he didn't already today? Uh, so this is this is how it went down. Dad wanted to name me Ben after my great grandfather Benjamin O'Malley, and Mama didn't want people calling me Benny or Benji or anything like that. So my dad's like, all right, if you want to name him Mark Christopher, that's fine. But ever since I was about two, he started calling me Ben, and it's it stuck. So now that's was it. mom happy? Was she happy with that development, mom, or no? I, I mean, she she calls me. The only one that doesn't call me that calls me Mark is my uncle, my dad's brother. He is literally the only one. If if honestly, if I was in the studio and I and my back turned, you said, "Hey, Mark," I wouldn't even turn around. How weird <laughs> is that? Like you're like a, a, a like a get together and. He's calling you Mark, and everybody else calls you Ben. That's a, yeah, that's a, crazy. You know what right. the weird thing is? Our fourth kid, Sean Michael Davis. I wanted to name him Mickey. Megan wanted to name him Sean Michael. So guess what I call him? Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you learn. You learn from your dad, man. That's, that's right. It's it so difficult, man. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> oh man. Well, Ben, let's talk about this because you know I think if you asked any Phillies fan, it, 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 wish list. We're talking Christmas wish list here. Trey Turner probably be at the top of it. Uh, for people who maybe aren't as familiar with him, you know, as you, as, as we are maybe, just give us a little bit of what he brings to the table here. Well, first of all, he brings a 300 average. He, he brings an above average shortstop glove. He brings speed like you've never seen before. He brings baseball instincts that I think play extremely well at the top of this lineup. Um, I think he really has kind of taken a back seat because of the teams that he's been on, with the superstars that he's been on. You know, with the with this Nationals and with the Dodgers, you know, if you're on a team with Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts, you're going to take a back seat uh, to those guys, despite putting up unbelievable numbers. He is as good as they, it comes. Um, it's a long term deal. I know that it's 11 years is a lot of years. Will he play all 11? That's yet to be seen. But uh, he's a guy that plays every day. He has power. He's got one of the flattest bats you're ever going to see. I mean, it looks like it like a gate opening is, is what his bat looks like. Uh, he's just a very talented player, and um, I think the, Phil- the city of Philadelphia should be very happy and pleased that we were able to acquire So, So, Mark, uh, is it a given that um, he's your leadoff hitter? And if so, what do you do with Schwarber? I sure hope he's the leadoff hitter, Gunner. I, yeah. I, I really do. I know we all know that Schwarber said, yes, I like to be the, in the leadoff hole. Um, it's hard to hit 46 home runs and not drive in 100 runs, and that's what Schwarber yeah. did last year. I think Schwarber would be best suited um, maybe in the five hole, I think would be probably mm-hmm. his best option. I'd love to see Turner and Harper be your one-two punch. Um, you know, obviously Bryce is going to miss wow. a lot of time with this elbow mm-hmm. injury, but I think that would be quite the quite the one-two punch, I think, for the Phillies. Get your two best hitters up as many times as possible in the ballgame. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let, me, let me ask you about that, Ben. So if you're looking at it, you go those two when, when Harper gets back. Who who would be two for you in the early going? And would it be Reese again in, in that spot? Do you move up 
Bohm maybe? Uh, has he shown you enough to, to, to warrant that that high in the order? Yeah, I, I, I think Bohm could definitely do it. I just like the righty-lefty splits. Yep. You know, if you have a righty leading off, I do like the, a, a left-handed hitter um, backing up a right. I, I like the, the right-left, right-left throughout the course of a lineup. And the Phillies have the options to do that. But um, I, I think the ups and downs, there's too many downs for me for Hoskins to be in that two-hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dave Dombrowski is going to probably take a lot of calls on Reese Hoskins this offseason and to see if there you know, possibly is, is an option out there. You know, I actually had this conversation with my dad last night. He said, how do you think it could shake out? And I said, well, I don't know why I feel this way, but I think you could possibly see Bohm at first, um, Turner at, at shortstop, and some type of situation where they bring Segura back and have him play either second or third and have Stott play second or third. Interesting. Wow, Rob, wow. Rob just said that he just laid that out to us. I was like, well, that, right. that's yeah, and that's interesting, man. I mean, you had a lot of contact in that in that infield now. I, I you know, I, I like it if that's the case. Yeah, I just think you know, if you look at it, Segura, I know seventeen million dollars. If they pick up that option, you know, yep. that would be a lot. But I just think he he's so stinking good at second base, and his bat to ball skills, his hand eye coordination are off the charts. And I I think he really found himself as a player last year. I think he enjoyed playing here in Philadelphia. I think the team. Enjoy. I, I know not having him at second base is going to be a detriment to the ball club. Yeah. And that's why I say it's not out of the realm of possibilities that could happen. I think if, if Dave, Dave Dombrowski, and listen, I love Reese Hoskins. He's been great here in Philadelphia. But I think if it, it I think Dave Dombrowski is going to take all calls because of the, the simple fact that the DH is here. Uh, it's here to stay. And I think a team could, could benefit by getting a Reese Hoskins. I think the Phillies could benefit may, maybe getting a bullpen piece back or, or a second or third starter. Well, I, I asked um, I asked Rob earlier. You know, where where does that put Hall at? Does Hall become uh, um, not an everyday player, but you know, just a regular though? You know, with um, if you move Baum over there, I mean, would he get more opportunities? Yeah, I think you know, I think Baum. I think he just you know, I mean, let's, let's face facts. Reese Hoskins isn't the best defensive first baseman, and I think if you put Baum over there, Baum ended up being extremely serviceable at third base. You know, when a ball was hit to him. In the second half of the season, it was like, <gasps> yeah, you know, we weren't holding our breath. To right, see right, it. right. He was very good. He made the fundamental plays. I just think, you know, he's a he's a huge guy. He's a bigger target first base. He's got he's got better hands than Reese. I think it would, it would help them defensively if he were to make this make make the move. So, so Ben, then they've spent a lot of money over the last mm-hmm. year plus in, in in constructing this team, but let's face it, they still need to address that pitching uh, pitching area. So, so what do you do here? I mean, you got a lot of money at Castellanos, Harper, and now Trey Turner, so on and so forth. How do you address this? Well, they, they're going to have to go out and get somebody, Gunner. And I know they have some some young guns in the minor leagues, but they're, right now they're, they are just prospects. And yeah. you can't put too much stock into that. Yes, they are very promising prospects. But I think until they prove it at the major league level, obviously that's what they will remain, prospects. I think we do see maybe two or three of those guys, McGarry and Painter and Abel down there in the minor leagues. I think we see two of the three this season at some point. Um, and the good thing about Dave Dombrowski in, in past regimes, they've been very, they, they've been very weary of, of, of bringing up guys that maybe aren't or not ready. They're saying, okay, they haven't gone to this step. We can't bring them up. They haven't gone to this step. They can't bring them up. Yep. 
Yep. This is Dave Dabrowski says, you know what? I think this guy is ready. Well, let's bring him up. Let's see what he does at the big league level. Right. That is something that Dave Dabrowski has always done in his mm-hmm. career. I think you're going to see it this year. Um, but you're still going to have to go out and get a reliable, a dependable number three starter, maybe a couple number three starters. Because right now, I'm looking at this rotation. They definitely need one guy. I'd like mm-hmm. to see him go out and acquire another one. Ben, I, I want to go back to Turner, and one of the things that I, I don't know you 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 touched on it, but I don't know if it gets appreciated enough in this day and age. I realize you know the steel is is maybe it's coming back a little bit, but maybe with some of the changes it'll it'll come back more. The guy's a phenomenal, phenomenal. He's phenomenal at stealing bases, but he's also an incredible base runner. Phillies fans remember that that insane slide, that mm-hmm. swipe slide that he had last year. Yeah, something else this team really needs, and and he fits that bill in a big way. Yeah, it's it's such it's such a gift. Um, I'll be the first one to tell you, Rob. I, I always ran hard. I just never ran fast. There is a difference. Yes, it is such a gift. And boy, does he have it! Watching this dude run, I mean, it's just like, oh my god, he just did that. Yeah. That's how fast this guy is. I mean, when he hits a ball to the infield, it's a bang bang play at first every time. Um, he can he can just flat out pick him up and put him down. And just watch him play the game. It is fun and it's effortless. That's the other thing. He can just he just flies. Um, it's something obviously that can't be taught. Um, and he has is blessed. He really is a five tool player. And be able to run like he does and play every day like he does. Um, you know that's why Bryce Harper said he's my favorite baseball player. Ben, what you say to your baseball player is going to be playing shortstop with on the same team? He's got a lot of favorites. Real Muto. He's he's the best GM there is in the game. Very good. Um, yes. What does it say that he chooses the Phillies by all accounts over a better deal from the Padres? Which I'm not quite sure what the Padres are doing exactly, your former squad with Tatis. And I know he's out for a while, but anyway, nonetheless, he comes here. It's becoming a destination point now. Yeah, I think a lot had to do with his relationship with Bryce. I think a lot had to do with his familiarity here, having played so many games here when he was with the Nats. Uh, I think a lot had to do with what he saw during during the playoffs. This is this is the place to be. Um, you know, he played in some playoff games in L.A. Obviously, he played in playoff games against the, the the Padres this year. But I think what he saw on television, and he said, you know what, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that that city. Uh, you know, I want to be a part of a city that just craves baseball and playoff baseball and gives it everything they got. I mean, it was such a great atmosphere down at CBP this year, and it was fun to be at those games. And I think that it, that played a major factor, a major role in what they did. And the clubhouse, I think, plays a major role. This is a, a tightly knit bunch, as I've seen uh, really ever. And it's it's definitely the tightest bunch I've had since I started working, uh, doing the games in the booth and in the studio. So it's it's there's not – honestly, there's not a bad guy in that clubhouse. It's mm-hmm. There's not any rotten apples in there. Well, you know, speaking, I'm not saying a rotten apple, but um... – does Casas take you know? Does he pick up from where he did in the playoffs and not go back to what he did during the regular season? Is he going to become that guy that we you know brought in last year? Where do you think his progression will be next year? Castellanos? Yes. Yeah, I think he can be. Um, I, 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 last year was listen. He went from hitting thirty home runs to thirteen, and I think the last one he hit was in like mid August. I mean that's hard to do. He's a big guy. He just <laughs> right. seemed like. He couldn't stay behind the baseball. He was reaching for everything. He was out in front of everything. He swung at everything. Let's that's, that's put that out there. I mean, that, that's that's a given. I think his first pitch swing percentage was was close to 70%. Um, it was almost too – it looked to me, and I'm not trying to make fun of the guy, but it looked like he was swinging in hopes that the pitcher would hit his bat. I mean, that's that's how, how 
you know, he just kind of feeling for the baseball. There was nothing behind it. And it's definitely something he can fix because you can't have that drastic a drop off in one season. Hey, Ben, is the, is the state of baseball the healthiest it's ever been financially? And the reason I ask you that is because, you know, through the years recently over the last decade, we hear so much about the decline in, in terms of uh, people's interest in baseball. But yet you look at the astronomical salaries that are out there now, the Bryce Harper's, the Trey Turner, Verlander, 80-something million for two years to go to the Mets. It, is, is baseball financially as healthy as it's ever been? I think so, first and foremost, because of the television deals. I mean, it, it's – the Phillies got a huge deal from, from NBC Sports, yep. Philadelphia, and, yep. and Comcast. I mean, it, it was a huge deal. Uh, from what I understand, it was $2.5 billion, maybe maybe more than that, um, for a 25-year deal. I mean, that's that's a lot of money. And I think that, you know, if you invest that right, Gunner, you're going to be okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I think that – the TV deals, the, the radio deals, all these things, you know, the money they, that they just got for the playoffs. Yeah, I would say financially, it's baseball's in a really good spot right now. And I would say from a from a viewer standpoint, it's in a really good spot right now. Because of the talent, these guys are really good. And these guys are really young. Mm. I mean, it's, it's just there's so many guys in this league. There's so many guys on the Phillies, period, that if you're, if, if you're on a, in another city, and you know that a certain team is coming into your ballpark. You say, oh, my gosh, Dad, Dad, Bryce Harper's coming. Can we go to the game tonight? Yeah, son, let's go. There's so many of those guys in the league that they are must-see in-person guys. Yeah. If Otani's pitching, I want to go see the guy pitch, and I want to see him hit in the yeah. same game because he can strike out 15, and he can hit two bombs. That's yeah. how good the talent is in this league. You know, it's like it seems to me like there's, you know, a, a boatload of Patrick Mahomes from on the baseball side. You know, must-see guys. It just seems like there's so many of them in the league. Well, Ben, how different mm. is the game going to look this year? You know, we, we know some of the changes, the pitch clock, uh, the shift, the bigger bag. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing out on a lot of stuff. But how different do you think the game's going to look this year? And how much was that? will that benefit the Harpers and the Schwarbers, the, the, the heavily shifted guys? Well, I think it's definitely going to have to – you're going to have to get some some more athletic guys in the middle of the field to play defensively. Um, I think you're going to have to realize that this pitch clock, this is going to screw a lot of people up, a lot of people. And not just the pitchers, the guys that do the batting gloves and do all this stuff. Harper does all that stuff. Readjust their batting gloves. Yeah. This is going to be – the clock, the whole bag thing is ridiculous. That The bigger bag, I mean, it's – what are we, 10? Come on, get over it. Um (laughs) The, the the pitch clock, though, is really – the shift thing, I was never a fan of the shift or against the shift. I was just saying, hey, the goal of any defense is to pre- prevent the other team from scoring. And if you think you can put a shift on to prevent that, then so be it. Then the offense has to make the adjustments. So the shift thing, you know what, I, I think they should still be allowed to have it. That's neither here nor there. But the pitch clock, this thing is going to affect a lot of people. I mean, you look at like a Brad Hand last year. This dude was averaging like 50 seconds in between these pitches. Yeah. Jeez. So if, if, if he if he can't do that, I mean, all of a sudden you step off once, okay, step off again, that's a ball, or whatever the rules are going to be. I don't know the exact rules, but um, if you go over that pitch clock, it's another ball. This is going to affect these guys drastically. We see the guys in the minor leagues, they come up, they're accustomed to it, they get the ball and they go. But this is going to – some of these veteran guys that are so used to doing the same thing, they're so methodical, it's going to affect them big time. Man, you're mm. talking about a young team. You're right. It is a young team, man. In fact, half the roster 
weren't even born when me and you were drafted in 95, man. I mean, <laughs> Alec Bond. remind me. Edmond Sosa. I can't believe it, man. Damn. I know. They're, they're young guys. And, um, you Nick Maton. Like, I think it's good for the game. I do. They, they bring that exuberance in their pop's eyes. Yeah. I know. I know they're young, but uh, you know, like, good for them. They're, make, they're making that glue. They're making that glue. Yeah. Oh, are they ever? Uh, I, I know you touched on it. I want to circle back specifically to Painter, Andrew Painter. People might know he's the 19 year old. He's flown through the minor system, minor league yep. system. 6'7, 215. Ben, every stop, domination. I'm not talking about, yeah, he was good. No, he's dominated at every stop he's been at. I mean, his strikeout walk ratio last year, I think, at three different stops. 167 to 25. Like this dude is a strike throwing machine. <laughs> he is 19, man. Realistically, what do, we, what do you think we're looking at here in terms of, you, you know, when he gets here, if he's pitching well in the minors to start the year? I think it depends on the health at the big league level. It depends on his health. The only problem with, with getting him to the big leagues is his, his innings are going to be limited. I mean, that, yeah. let's face it. They're going to be limited. Do you, do you limit those innings in the minor leagues or do you limit those innings in the big leagues? Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, say he does get here at some point and he has a lot of success and all of a sudden you got to shut him down. That would, that, that would not be good, you know, right. not be good for the ball club. Um, the thing that I like about Painter and Abel and, you know, I, I go back to, I played golf with Dickie Knowles uh, earlier this summer. Mm-hmm. And first of all, it, I got a man crush on Dickie Knowles. He's the greatest guy in the world. Uh, <laughs> he, is, he is. He's unbelievable. He's just, first of all, he's so nice and genuine, but he just, I, I just, I just love the guy. Anyway, I asked him about, cause he gets to go around and see all these guys. Right. And the thing that impressed me the most about what he said about Painter and Abel is he said he could go through that lineup for one time through any lineup with just his fastball. Mm. And you know what? That means, A, he has an above-average fastball, yeah. that they have above-average fastballs, and B, that they can command the fastball. Yeah, locate. You see guys get to the big legs and throw 100, and they have no idea where it's going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like in Bull Dorman. I want you to hit the ball. He hits the ball behind home plate. <laughs> These guys have no idea. All they care about is spin rate and velocity. When he said that about Abel and Painter, the fact that they can go through a lineup with just a fastball, that speaks volume about their command. And to have that command at such a young age is awesome. Then they can obviously mix in some all-speed pitches and such. But um, I think, again, I think you're going to see – and McGrary, uh, I think you're going to see two of these three guys throughout – maybe all three of them throughout the course of the season. That's exciting, man. That is exciting. So next move, uh, give me the range of the starter, you think, if they bring a starter in. Like, is he a three, three-ish? You know, where are we there? Are they confident enough in Suarez that they're probably looking at a four? I think they're. I think they're definitely confident enough. Um, okay. You know, in, in those those three guys, um, I, I still think they need two two starters. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. I think they need two starters. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you can get a two or a three, obviously you want to go out and get the best possible yeah. best that's out there. Uh, I don't think they're going to go out and get a number one like a like a Rodon, who I think would be Rodon in this in this rotation would be unbelievable. I mean, that that would be my my other Christmas wish would be Carlos Rodon. I mean, this guy is, he's a horse, he's left-handed, but it doesn't matter. Right and lefties, the splits don't matter. He strikes out everybody uh, with a good hard fastball. He should have been able to stay healthy the last couple of seasons, Uh, but he's going to cost a lot of money. But I think they're most likely going to go the route of a a three or three and a four. Well, yeah, come on, man. You know, we're talking about Middleton. Just like they say, you know, it ain't tricking if you got it. Wait, he's going out, he's going to make it happen, man. You know, Very true, Barrett. Very true. I mean, that's one thing I love about this ownership group. Um, they definitely will they'll put 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 it out there and, and definitely go over that luxury tax like they did last year. But how much over that? I don't know. That's yet to be determined. The, the, the thing is, though, 
you know, they came in third place in their division this year and came within two games of winning the World Series. So that's right. That's right. You know, you, you never know what can happen in the game. You have to get hot at the you have to get that hot goalie at the right time. Yeah. Um, but to win this division is not going to be easy. Obviously, the Mets and the Braves are always going to be right there with the talent that they have. Um, but I think a, a starting a top of the top tier starting pitching pitcher could put them over the top. Uh, your thoughts you, on Verlander in Degrom out with the Mets? Well, I, I think it's I think it was a, a addition by subtraction for the Mets to get rid of Degrom. That deal in Texas is that's going to come back. His to arm's him. not going to hold up, Ben. They, he hasn't had surgery. They just shut him down. I, I I didn't want the Phillies to be anywhere near him. No, I'm so glad they didn't go near him. Um, the human body is not made to do what what he's able to do. I mean, he's yeah. throwing 102, 103. With free and easy, he's throwing ninety-four mile an hour sliders. Um, yes, he's unhittable when he's when he's pitching. But you're ta- again, you're talking about a guy that's only going to pitch five or six innings and maybe make twenty starts a year, if that, or twenty-five right. starts. You know, he's not going to take the ball every fifth day and give you thirty-two starts like Aaron Nola does. He's just not. And to give all that kind of money is ridiculous. And then to get Verlander, you know, eighty-six million over two years. I, I mean, is he going to take his walker out to the mound? You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. hey, listen, I give him all the credit world. He got it. So yeah. be it. Um, I know he had a great year last year, but at some point, those birth certificates don't lie. <laughs> it been, it been as, as much as much as you love baseball, how much do you really enjoy like this downtown? And then and then again, when do you get the itch again to get back in the flow? Uh, I have the itch right now to get do back you? in okay. the flow of things. I, I absolutely love what I do. Um, I love stepping foot in that in that broadcast booth or in the newsroom um there is really the honestly there's no downtime for me there's no downtime for me gunner you know with yeah. the four kids i get up we do our thing um today i am running to my daughter's basketball game which starts at 3 15 i can only stay a half because then i have lessons from four o'clock to eight o'clock tonight so Jeez. it's uh and that's that's five days a week we have i do lessons usually typically from three to eight every day so, Where do you, do you want to, is something you want to promote, Ben, or is it private stuff? I, no, I, it's 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 I, I do uh, Monday through uh, Thursday, Monday through Wednesday. I do it at All Star Baseball Academy in Westchester, and okay. then on Thursdays I do it at the All Star Baseball Academy in Downingtown. Okay. So, um, and then we typically do clinics on the weekends. So it's yeah. um, you know, like I said, it's it it's it is what it is. You know, the the four uh, ungrateful kids at home never stop eating, so I get. <laughs> I got to get out there and kill something. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. I got to go kill something else. But uh, no, it's just, you know, so there really is no downtime. And that's why I, I uh, you know, I love when the, I love working and I love being in the studio and talking about yeah. the Phillies. But uh, there's there's no rest for the weary here, Gunner. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they've given us a lot to talk about, Ben. Uh, all right. Well, listen, uh, considering your schedule, we appreciate you shoehorning us in here, Ben. Appreciate uh, it. No problem. Yeah, I'm well, always good to listen. Three fine Merry gentlemen. Christmas. Happy holidays. Wait, he just from, called us fine gentlemen. Keep us. Uh, except, except Eric. <laughs> We're all gentlemen here. Uh, minus Gunner. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Listen, Ben, all the best. <laughs> I really miss you guys and have a great Christmas, and I'll talk to you guys soon. You Bye, do the same, bro. brother. Thank do you, Ben. Same. All right. Class yeah. act, Ben. He's the best. He's the best. He is a, he's a classic ball buster too, which you love. Yeah, he is. Oh yeah, my love goodness. About him. He's a funny dude, man. Um, that's interesting. He had some good thoughts there. Uh, I, I was with him on DeGrom. I, I don't think DeGrom's arm is going to hold up. I don't. I think it's going to be one of those deals that the, the, the Rangers really regret. But, you know, we'll see what ends up happening. You I, can't keep throwing that many innings that that hard. You just can't. The body his off-speed stuff is in the 90s, guys. Yes. That's how nasty he is. Yeah. His curveball is like 92, 93. It's, it's, yeah. He's ridiculous. He is. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, let's come back and do some NFL. Let's jump around a little bit. We got a couple, up, a couple of injury updates, one in particular on Lamar Jackson, some other stuff too, which we will share with you when we come back. Uh, a lot to dig into, some more uh, Eagles as well. So don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. He's Derek. He's Barrett. I am Rob. All right, let me tell you about Razor technology. Yes. Uh, IT infrastructure environments are more complex and heterogeneous than ever before. Consequently, teams struggle to respond to pressing issues with the speed necessary to promote positive business results. And the data that powers predicting monitoring and automation is left unexploited. Razor technology addresses this challenge with a holistic approach that connects every part of an organization's technology assets enabling proactive and secure IT operations without sacrificing the agility that drives innovation. Razor technology automates monitoring and management to bolster IT teams that are feeling stretched thin, and it improves auditing and reporting procedures so that actionable insights find their way to the leaders that need them most. Save time and money on your IT and cloud services and secure your organization with leading end-to-end -end infrastructure solutions by calling Razor Technology today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh and go birds. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your social security benefits might be taxed. 
Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Everybody, thanks for hanging with us. We are Sports Take, Jake Sports YouTube Network, hour number three. Time flies when you're having fun. Hey, uh, earlier in the show, Chris D asked a question: uh, Whatever happened with our our theme music um, extravaganza? Have yes. we put it on hold again, or what are we doing here? Um, I think that. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I, I'm my memory could be faulty here. I think that Xander is going to send us some samples. Right? Is that? I think, you sent, I think you sent us one set of samples last week. You, didn't he send us one? Yeah. And did you send all everything you wanted to send him? Gunner? Uh, uh, I don't, no, no, I don't have anything. Okay. I thought, I thought there might've been more uh, coming on your end. Yeah. We're sort of in a, we're in pause mode. We, we need to pick this up, man. We're, uh, I know, man, we're this, only game, this 20, game show music is starting to get to me. Right. I mean, we're what? 26 days away from the new year. I, I like it though, man. You like what? You like our song. You like Barrett it. Barrett doesn't want to change it. I love what? it. Uh, come on, Barrett. I I don't think it'd be the worst thing to start twenty three with it with a new tune. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Ross. I'm good. For I it. Mean, I'm good. I'm good. No, whatever. but it's, this is a group thing. I mean, we're all we all need to figure it out and listen. Okay, so Xander, the people like the music. All right, okay, okay. I mean, look, Xander, I'll, well, why yeah, don't we what, ask what people, Xander? Well, no, let's do this. I don't think we pose the question this way to the chat section. So let's do this. We'll ask everybody right now. And everybody who's streaming and listening can jump into the chat too real quick if they if they have time. Do you like the theme music? Would you uh, let me forget that? Would you like us to keep the theme music going forward? I'll be real specific. Do you want us to keep it? Well, John Dickerson has a good point as far as I'm concerned. Yes. You see it? Which which one? There's a there's a few from them. D Gun wants the San for the Sun theme. Is that what it is? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that was you know who did that music? Who? Who? Quincy Jones. Oh, hey. that's right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes. See that useless uh, knowledge that you get. Uh, <laughs> Xander, said, Xander said he put a poll in the chat. When was that? I didn't see any poll. All right, so you guys need to let us know. So far, I see, uh, no, we need something a little more funky. I'm 50-50 on it. Keep it. It's great. Uh, uh, Fitness Rebel, yes. Uh, you could alternate in between, yeah, yeah, different return music, which like like in radio, I, I, I'd be all for that. Uh, <laughs> Jim G wants the What's Happening song. Wow. I want the theme song from Shaft. <laughs> well let's see we'll we'll see what the consent i'm gonna uh xander's gonna uh monitor our chat room and let us know what the consensus is and he's gonna let us know at the end of the show how's that all right does that work uh sills wants the uh fat album <laughs> i like the fat um speaking of tackle let's do a little football uh, here 
So uh, Lamar Jackson's got a meniscus injury that could keep him out one to three weeks. So I guess it could have been worse. Yeah. 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 But he got hurt in the pocket. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yes, sir. He got he got pile drives in the pocket, Poof. right on that knee. Yep, it happens. Hey, plus he's not the biggest dude out there. He's a wiry dude, not the biggest dude out there. Yeah. Bro, you know the human body is not meant to do what we're doing out there. What I used to do out there. So I'm a. Why would you think that you'd be healthy out there? You know what I'm saying? Doing the things we're doing. I mean, you're going to get hit. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get pumped. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so so right now Baltimore's tied with Cincinnati for the division lead. Could this could this mean Baltimore's about to lose their grip on the division? Yes. Uh yeah, and it feels like yeah. Cincinnati's getting hot, going yep. going going yep. right right now. So they have. Uh, let me see. Let's see what both teams have. Cincinnati's got. Cleveland at home um, this week. I, I like Cincy's chances there. Then they go to Tampa, go to New England. Man, they have a tough schedule. Oof. Go to Tampa, go to New England, Buffalo home, Baltimore home. Jeez. Oh. Whoa. Oh. They're going to have to earn it. Wow. All right, so let's go Baltimore. Baltimore, ha- and they'll be uh, – with Hemsley will be the backup. Who I actually like as a backup. But uh, they're at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's playing better. Uh, for sure, but I don't know. I'll check the line in a minute. Then they're at Cleveland, so they go at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, Falcons home, Steelers home, and then at Cincinnati, the game that we just mentioned. I think Baltimore may win that division. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Huntley is a pretty good – I say Hensley, yeah, Huntley. I meant to say Tyler Huntley is a pretty good quarterback. As a matter of fact, if you've watched this game, he plays very similar in all facets to Lamar Jackson. He does. Yep. He, he plays a lot like Lamar, throwing the ball, running the ball, throwing across the body. Do he, he? You know what? He if he had a chance to start for a team, I think he would be a perfect fit for a team like Houston. I yeah. really do. I like him. Uh, interesting. So that Ravens game at Pittsburgh, that's a one o'clock this Sunday. Pittsburgh's yep. favored by two and a half. It, wow, but that no man kid. is back. Yeah, because Watts back. Yeah, and, and that Pickett's man. Playing wow. Better. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati's favored by six over the Browns at home for just in comparison with those two teams. Mm. That'll be the game. Deshaun Watson plays out of his mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to look like here. You know, get the first one under his belt. It's yeah. got to help. It yeah. can't hurt. Mm. Um, so that's, uh, you know, we were wondering kind of where that was. Harbaugh said it wasn't season ending, but he kind of hinted that it wasn't looking good this week. So we'll see how, how quickly he can progress and get back. Uh, but that's that's a big one for sure. So we mentioned this uh, last night. The Bucks came back and won really a game they didn't have much business winning. I mean, Brady heroics, but it was also the Saints shooting themselves in the foot. Like Ingram ducked out of, out of bounds right before he was at the first down marker at one point. There was a curious play call. There was a play where Taysom Hill should have caught a really good ball by Andy Dalton. Unbelievable. The Saints did everything they could to hand him that game. And then they threw a pass on what was their final drive. They threw a pass and stopped the clock. It was incomplete. That was the one. Yeah, the third. Was that down. the one? I think it was. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I thought it was one. Be- it was a series was- before that, right? Oh, it was second down. I thought it was second down. I don't you know. They don't it- seem to use Kamara a ton. No, they don't. I don't get taste. that. I don't get, get it that. either. He's a, he's the ultimate weapon. You don't use talented. Him. You can use him in a passing game, the run game. 
he's a I mean, he's a weapon, man. I, I guess they don't want to get him hurt. I, what? I, I, I don't know. I mean, you're playing for a possible you you in that in that p- poor division. You're playing for a possibility to get that much closer to the division leader, and you're underutilizing your best asset on offense. I'll say this: it's crazy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so Thank if you. you're just tuning in, that loss as of right now means the Eagles have the fifth overall pick in the draft. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a good thing. Brady is 44th comeback. That's the most in the NFL. They were down 16 to three with five twenty-one left. Unbelievable. And they got two touchdowns to, to, to close it. That's his 20th win. He surpassed Dan Marino for the most ever on uh, Monday night football. Also, so uh, that's where that is. But I mean, you, you just see, though, there are so many – like there are long stretches of games where you just look at Tampa's offense and you're like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. Oh. I where do you get these linemen from? They have no there's no there. Yeah, there's no blocking. They don't have a running game. Dude's dropping passes. Like Brady is oh. trying everything he can, but they're – I don't know, man. You, you just wonder how much that's going to bite them in the rear end come playoff time because they're going to sneak in. Julio Jones dropping I, passes. Yeah, yeah. I still don't want to see that man Brady in a playoff game. I hear you. I, no, I, I don't care how bad it looks. I don't want to see that man in a playoff game. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, you're right. Mm. I don't mind. Mm. Yeah, you're not afraid. Not afraid. I ain't no, no scared. I, say, I ain't say afraid. I just say, I don't want to see that dude. He he picks the playoffs to play his best games. I don't want to see that dude. Yeah. Well, that he does. Yeah. It doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how much you're winning by either. No, <laughs> it's never because, over. Because whether they get whether they're they're mediocre or less than mediocre or not, the bottom line is he still has Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Cameron Brake when he's healthy. So he it's not like it's not like he's throwing the sisters of the poor. Yeah, you're right, you know, he's, right, right. He's still got some quality weapons out there. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, all right, beyond that, it was interesting the reaction from Kyle Shanahan when um, the notion of Baker Mayfield possibly coming there was floated. He he said, basically, the, the quote was, it would surprise me right now if he ended up here, which kind of means, like, don't expect this to be happening. I don't trust anything anybody tells you along. Yeah, you, know, you know, they lie to you. But I tell you what, though, I can see – don't, don't laugh too loud. I can see Baker Mayfield in that office, offense being a Steve Young-type quarterback. Think about it for a moment. The ability to roll, scramble, throw those quick short passes. They love that short passing game. Look at that dude, look at that dude that Purdy did. He yeah. goes to boom, 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 quick outs, quick outs, quick out, boom, boom, boom. Um, I can see Baker Mayfield being a Steve Young in that offense. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. I just it's been such a mess for Mayfield lately. I don't He's Maybe such you a get clown, him in the right man. Place. Yeah, I, I just he like is. him he him headbutting guys with no helmet on. What sense does that make? What, what are you trying to make sure you're tough? No, it makes you look stupid. Yeah. It makes you look ignorant. Yeah. I mean, what is wrong with this dude, man? I, there's some people that think he may go to the Rams to try Oof. to resuscitate himself for a couple games because it looks Oof. like Stafford's going to be done for the year. Yeah. Um, maybe. I, 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 I don't know. I, if He has to get through waivers, which uh, conclude at 4 o'clock, and the Niners are pretty far down on the list for who They're, can claim they're 24th. Yeah, so he may get claimed before that. If not, he becomes a free agent. Anybody can sign him at that point, and he's going to cost you nothing. Like he for, you know, prorated at the minimum over the last uh, five, six games, whatever it is, six games that are left, right. yeah. five games. 
Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of where things are with, uh, with Mayfield, but you know, the kid Purdy came in and played pretty decently. You wonder what, Purdy. you know, he's, he has the advantage of preparing with the ones all week, but he also has the advantage of thinking about it. Yeah. Yes. You know, and letting it get in his head a little bit. I mean, say what you want to say. We, uh, we joke about his name. This dude came in cold off the bench. Yeah. In, in a game of that magnitude and held his own. He did. And against a good team, you you know, Miami yes. wasn't going away in that game. You had to put up some points. And in, in, a, in a very fast defense, a defense that flows at the ball quickly. And he, he, that dude held his own, went in there and threw two touchdown passes, threw a pick also, threw TD passes, uh, put him in position for two additional field goals, Yeah, especially when Miami got within six points. You know, young quarterbacks probably thinking, oh, geez, here's where it ends. Oh, no, he came back out there and drove him right back down the field. Yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, all right. And they, they run a system that is conducive to helping guys like that. You know, you're, it's, a, it's a short passing game. You're, you know, you're not asking to do a ton uh, right, at right. times. And, and he, does, he does have a running game to be able to lean on and a lot of talented players. And the defense is going gonna, is gonna, to – you're never going to be trailing, I don't think, big with that defense if everybody stays healthy. Um, so that's where things are there. The Packers claim they won Aaron Rodgers back. Yeah, uh, whatever, whatever. I, what are you yeah, talking whatever. about? He's still, he, man, he's still one, if not, he's a top three quarterback in the NFL. He is. He is. And now that he's got his new Devontae Adams, that dude has eight touchdown passes, catches yeah, in the Rod- last four Watson. games. Watson, yep. He eight finally got games? his, yeah, he finally found one. He finally got him going, man. From the no. start of his uh, career, his young career, he dropped a, a touchdown pass. Yes, yes, he did. So it took him a long time to get under, uh, you know, a Rod's good graces again. Now that he's under his good graces. He's gonna feed that kid anything he wants now, and he can flat out fly. Yeah, he huge can. catch radius. Oh my goodness, six five runs a four three forty. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, you know, a Rod's well know of his mutual. You well, know what's crazy? Uh, I actually played with his pops. With Christian Watson's pops? Yes, he was a former Eagle. No, let kid. me look his name. Let me look it up. Let me look it up real fast. Hold on. It's it's been so long, man. But I actually played. In fact, he's my fraternity brother too. I'm pissed off. I don't know his name. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He was, he was from Phoenix. Grew up in Tampa. Tim, Tim Watson. Tim Watson. Tim okay. Watson played. He played DB. He played safety here. Uh, I think it was ninety-seven, ninety-eight around there. Okay. Um. Yeah, I played with Tim. I did not know wow. that that was his son. I didn't yeah, me and Tim were real close. That's my dog. Yeah, we were real close. We were playing together. We lost touch after the years. But, yeah, me and him, we were very cool, man. Very cool. He, oh, uh, yep, 1997. He, yeah, he entered high school 5'9", and, and by the time he left high school, he was 6'3", and he grew two inches Jeez. in college. Yeah, they, they, his pops got a little burned towards the end of the season in 97. He, I think he started. He might have started like three games or something, or played in like three games, and we became cool during the time he was there with the Eagles. You know, he's my fraternity brother. We hung out a little bit. Yeah, I remember. I remember Tim. Yeah, he played Tim, for yeah. the Eagles, the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He, was he was a sixth round pick of Green Bay in '93. Yeah, uh, his dad changed his name. He goes by Tazim right. Wajad Watson. What? Yep. I, I don't know. So anyway, that yeah. I'm not <laughs> He's out of that. That's <laughs> Oh my goodness. No. So anyway. I uh, love Rob, man. Right? Nope. I don't know. 
No, thank you. Um, but anyway, but he has come on. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you, Rogers, I, I know he's Aaron Rodgers. He's goofy, all that. There's 60 million sitting on the table. My man's coming back. Uh, I would expect him to be a Packer again. Next Is there year. any question that he no. was coming back? Man, they give it up 60 million for nobody. No. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, Xander says he was on the Eagles in '97. Uh, so that's uh, that's his dad. Is that Tim? Um, so yeah, Pat, Rogers back. Uh, Tyron Smith has returned to the practice field this week, or will uh, if the Cowboys aren't practicing today, he will practice this week. We don't know if he's going to play this week or not for them. Um, uh, but he's been out. He's been out all year, right? He hasn't played. I don't. I think he got hurt in he got second game. game or something like that. Or was it that yeah. early? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been out for a long yeah. time. If you bring to, if, we, if you bring Tyra back in there, Barrett, do you move the you move the le, the rookie left tackle? If anything, Can you, you move, move him in a guard. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, only strengthens that line. Right, right, because they were trying to they were doing that a little bit with. Uh, I think they're starting to prepare for that now because they were doing it with him and Jason Peters mm-hmm. this last game. Ah, right? okay. Jason would go. I mean, JP would go in. He's playing guard, and he'd be out the tackle. Then they flip flop, and 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 JP will go out the tackle. And the young boy would play guard, um, trying to get him ready, get him settled. Man, the experiment worked. You know, this kid's playing pretty well. He's playing aggressive, um, explosive. Uh, he, he's blocking people. I mean, he's really, he's really getting better, man. Mm. You know, what I'm saying it, it wasn't about his athletic talent, which kept him um, out of being a first rounder. It was more so his consistently. He was consistently, you know, holding or jumping off sides. He just had a whole lot of penalties throughout his career. Right. Well, it was a was a two lane or I forget what school he went to, mm-hmm. but he oh, just Tulsa, a, Tulsa, 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 Tulsa. He just had a whole bunch of penalties. He just could, you know, he just couldn't get right as far as you know staying clean. Man, he couldn't play a plain a clean game. But uh, he's 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 turning out all right. You know, he's 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 playing well. He's mm. playing well. Mm. Yeah. So we'll see how that that impacts things. And again. I, I just can't wait for this to be over. But Odell Beckham Jr. visited Dallas yesterday. Can can we just stop with this? By the way, like Here, when is we it go. ever going to stop? I, when, I mean, I, great. He's in Buffalo today, or he's here. Dude, just sign. Talk right. to me when you sign. I don't want to hear any more about Odell Beckham. Jr. Yeah, but you know, players do this all the time. Dude. Oh. It happens all the time. My God, you know, okay. he's gonna soak this for what it's worth because he's gonna play. Here's the big one for me. You know, we keep hearing that he wants a multi-year deal. I'm sorry. As much as I may like to have him in the slot in my I'm not paying you a multi-year deal based no. on oh, you coming off an ACL tear. And he's been hurt a lot, not just yes. that, the last year. Why do you think he wants the long-term deal? Yeah. Security. And there's going to be some stupid team that's going to do it. Yes. It might be Dallas because Jerry Jones is just that dude to do it to. He's, he's talking about it now. Yeah. There's no chance I would. Jerry would. No chance. I, I wouldn't even think about it. Uh, doing that with him with his injury history. I mean, if you look at it, guys. So last year, I guess he splits uh, be- between Cleveland and LA, right? He, right. So he played 14. Year before, he played seven. He did play a full season his first year in Cleveland. Year before that, it was 12. Year before that, it was four. He hasn't played a full 16. He played one 16 game season since 2016. Jeez. So he's no, missed a good amount enough. of time. Yeah, that's enough for me right there. Um, phenomenal talent if and when he's ever healthy. But, you know, you talking about spinning the roulette wheel and giving him money, especially upfront money, that could affect could could affect your cap next year, especially if he goes down again? Yeah. Nah, I don't know about that one now. Uh, you know, yeah. I'll stick with what I got. 
Yeah, it's it's risky. And, and the and the big story, by the way, just to circle back, if you missed the beginning of the show, um, so the the Titans fired John Robinson, their general manager. Now the timing of it is, you know, it, it it's impossible not to draw a parallel with the Eagles and AJ Brown going crazy on the Titans. You know, this past week, all the reports though that are coming out are that Robinson wanted to keep him, and and the in the front office said trade. Yeah. This is yeah, where guys yeah. become scapegoats. And if you're Robinson, you can't come out and say that now. You just got to no, eat can't. it. You come out and say that, then you're damaging yourself for future jobs. Right. That's exactly right. But the timing of it, I know they lost. They've lost two in a row. But they are – I mean, it's not a great division, but they are in first place. You know, they're they're a 7-5 and five team. It's not like they're 5-7 and seven and, and weird, man. There, there must Bro. be uh, – here, let me paint this scenario for you guys. Do you think Robinson – Having watched that, was kind of pissy, maybe with, with the with the owner, like or did like and I told like see we if we had guys like that we would have won the game uh, and then that turns into something and he ends up getting canned. That's oh. absolutely what it was. I mean, come on, man. It, it, you know, you go out. Traylon Bird gets hurt. The first round pick that they use with the draft pick that they got from the Eagles yeah. in order to get. A.J. Brown, and then A.J. Brown rips him for two touchdowns, 119 yards. Of course it was. Yeah. Of course it was. That's that's one of those. And, and, mm. and right now, I, I, I guarantee you, A.J. Brown's like, see, I told you so. I told you so. Yeah. Yeah, that – boy, man. That, that's some sweet revenge right there if you're no A.J. Question. Brown. No question. You know? And I, 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 I mean, I – I think the timing, I think you wait, unless there's some kind of major incident, you wait till the season's over before you do that. But we'll find out, you know, careful what you wish for. If you're, uh, if you're the uh, Titans, uh, that's for sure. He might He's end out. up, he, he might end up one of Howie's minions come over there just to learn how to be a GM. Yeah. At right. The GM mm-hmm. university of Eagles. <laughs> it's true. And, and they've lost a lot of GMs. Over, yeah. Over the last few years. Yeah. You know, they have lost a few. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of where things are. If you look at the – we did the a- NFC a little bit earlier, but if you look at the AFC, you know, playoff picture here, um, it's it's starting to get kind of interesting. So the way it works is Buffalo would get the bye right now because they hold the tiebreaker over Kansas City. They're both 9-3. and three. Right. Uh, your 2-7 would be Kansas City and the Jets. Ooh. Your 3-6 – how about this 3-6? Baltimore and Miami. Dang. And then you go Titans and Bengals in your four or five. So you have the Patriots right now on the outside looking in at six and six. And then the Chargers also six and six. They're, they're your eight and nine seeds. But, you know, I will say this Vegas, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh still have life at five and seven. They're not done. That's right. It's, it, it's That's going right. to be tough, but they're not, they're not totally done either. So he says Casey, Jets, Browns, Miami, and Titans, Chargers. Yeah, no, yeah, Bill, be, Bill's K- Miami. Yeah, Casey oh, Baltimore, Jets, I'm sorry, Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore, Miami, and Tennessee, uh, Cincy. I think I think Cincinnati would whack Tennessee. I I think so too. Uh, Baltimore depends on the stability of Lamar Jackson's knee, but Baltimore's already beat him once. Yep. I mean, uh, Miami's already beat him once. Um, that was another collapse. Yes. Yep. That was a Baltimore second half collapse. Out of defense. Yep. 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 But they've been playing consistently better since they made that trade. Yeah, they have. With Queen, they have Queen, and what's the other linebacker? Um, uh, 
Well, since oh, that Roquan, trade, Roquan, 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 yeah, Roquan Smith. Yep. Since they made that trade, they have been playing a lot better. Mm. Yeah, a lot better. Yeah, they have. So uh, that's kind of where things are in the AFC, the NFC. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Who would uh, who would face who? But just to give it to you one more time, it would be the Eagles with the bye week, Seattle at Minnesota, Giants at San Francisco, Dallas at Tampa. And we haven't heard anything. The waiver wire is up at four o'clock as far as uh, if there's going to be anything done uh, with Baker Mayfield. That, that's mm. you know, up in the air to be determined uh, what ends up happening there. All right, we'll get a timeout. We'll come back. We'll continue with the uh, with the football discussion. We'll get into the Sixers a little bit, the Flyers. We got some birthdays that we will dive into and some movies as well. Don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Derek, Barrett, Rob, we'll be right back. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate, honest, and fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader, and we're lucky to have him. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh. And go birds. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. everybody thanks for hanging out with us 
Derek doing his best Stevie Wonder routine. Uh, Barrett and Rob. Does Stevie still do that? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen Stevie in uh, – I don't know. Good question. I don't know. Performing live in a while. I, I don't know if he does that. But, uh, that used to be Stevie back in the day. So hanging out with you guys, uh, rolling into our final show. Tomorrow, we're going to have Jordan Renan on from ESPN.com to talk a little Eagles and Giants. Jordan does an excellent job uh, with ESPN. We had him on several times on the show this uh, this football season, so looking forward to talking to him tomorrow. You know, Giants are an interesting team. You know, they, they were a team that I think we all wrote off and, and basically didn't think they would make any kind of noise this year. I thought they'd be, uh, frankly, a 4-5 win team. Yes. You know, and, and they're already at seven wins. Um, you know, Saquon's had a comeback player of the year kind of season uh, for them. I think he's gotten the most he can get, he being Dable, out of Daniel Jones. You know, nothing spectacular, but the most you can get out of him. Um, you know, and their defense has played a lot better than I thought, really. And, and if you look at their, like, receiving core, Slayton's had a nice year. But, man, there is not much after that. I, I, I you know, offensively, I'm not sure how they're doing it. Galladay still gives them nothing. Yeah, that's um, – I mean, yeah. Some of the other guys I've never heard of them before. Like Richie James and and Wondell Robinson and Daniel Bellinger. You know, these are their guys. You got rid of Kadaris Tony, sent him to Kansas City. Yep. Um, Why? I mean, why did they do that? You know, I mean, they have nothing. I I mean, absolutely nothing, man. Um, James Richie. Who? Huh? I mean, right now, it's it's Richie James. (laughs) He said James Richie. (laughs) James Richie, Richie James. David Seals, Rick James. Yeah. yeah, I'm Rick James. Yeah, no. uh, <laughs> cleaned it up there. I cleaned it up. <laughs> Charlie Murphy. Uh, yeah, but you're right, Barry. It's, it's a bunch couch. of yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a bunch of no names. It's a bunch of guys. You're like, uh, who? Uh, well, okay. they just got one name that that that, that does everything for him. Saquon, that's Saquon Barkley. Yeah, he, he is having a. You, you look at his numbers, receiving it. So his rushing numbers. He's already over a thousand. Uh, he's averaging four and a half, four, almost four and a half yards per carry. He's got eight touchdowns on the ground, and then he's he's caught forty for uh, for two forty one. So he he's had a, he's good for him. Yeah, after all he went through the last couple of years, and you know, I, I don't root for the Giants. I'm glad to see that guy individually have some success. So yeah. the reason uh, they win is because of Don Martindale, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake Martindale. He uh. I mean, he, he he's not afraid to send the house. And no. he didn't care if they're young guys either. He's sending the house. He got rookies in there playing, and he still sends the house. Mm-hmm. You know, McFadden, he's a rookie, starting a middle linebacker, and he's got he got him playing at a high level, man. Yeah. You know, anytime he's got the ugliest number in the world, forty-one, and still oh. out there balling. <laughs> yeah, man. He's yeah, still I, out there balling. I want like if I'm a Baltimore fan. And I look at the amount of times they've coughed up leads this year. I'm thinking, was it the greatest move in the world to let that man walk? Right. You know, yeah, Martindale, yeah, really. yeah, who was really. there, the, the defensive coordinator in Baltimore? Exactly. But then you look at the defensively, man, like uh, they, they got three starters on the defensive side of the ball that are out that are, I mean, you, you can't, I don't know how they're going to play without them, man. They got Leonard Williams. Yeah, and both their starting count corners, you know, Dory Jackson. Yeah. And uh, Darnay Holmes. Yeah. What do you do, man? Yeah, yeah, I, that's. I think that's part of the reason why they've they've slumped of late. Yep. You know they haven't. Absolutely. Uh, I, I I think I mentioned this to you guys yesterday. They they've tied, lost, lost, one, lost. So they've had 
three losses and a tie in the last five games. The only win is the Texans. <laughs> they're fading. They're fading. They're fading. They're fading. Yeah. So, and I the Eagles. What did I tell you guys? The spread was yesterday. Let me see what the spread is for this game, which will not be flexed, by the way, uh, to everybody's excitement. Uh, Eagles are minus seven. Eagles are minus seven. So that line hasn't moved any. Okay. Nope, has not moved. Uh, all right, let's hit a couple other things. Sixers uh, mentioned loss to the Rockets, 132-123, double overtime, the last of the three-game road trip. They went 0-3 on the road trip. Um, James Harden came back, showed you a couple flashes here and there, but there was a lot of rust. Um, ultimately, he was 9 of 12. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry. they're not. They, no, he was 4 of 19 from the field. Right which is not great. He didn't hit a field goal uh, inside the three-point arc. He had 21 points, turned it over a few times. So did Embiid. Embiid had some bad turnovers late. Uh, but he had all in all a good game. Houston goes to the, to the line 44 times. Sixers get out-rebounded 70-48. to 48. That's one-two. What? That's one-two. 70-48. to 48. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. That, that's caring enough to, to rebound. That's wanting it. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So they they end up losing. They went zero and three on the road trip. They come back home. Uh, Maxi is still, I think, a, a little ways away with the broken foot. Um, positive note: the Flyers beat the Avalanche uh, last night. Carter Hart played well. They got uh, goals from a lot of different guys. They won five three. That's a good Colorado team. Flyers, so they Flyers bounce back, back, baby. Flyers are back. Yeah, yeah they're back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Back to what? Back where exactly? Right, 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 right. Uh, oh man! At least for a night, uh, Tortorella wasn't telling everybody how stupid they are. I guess so. That that's good. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where things are with uh, with both the teams. You know, I, I I just I don't want to gloss over the Sixers too much, but just they, so they go on that road trip. Which I granted, when you're without Maxi and Harden, it, you know it wasn't going to be easy. There's no excuse for last night. You know, that's a terrible Houston. How do you team. lose to that team? Yeah, I mean that team is is it's like Orlando. They're, they're just like super young. Um, you know, the guys who are who are a long way away from being good. You know, Houston going into that game was six and seventeen. Yes. You can't you can't lose that. And I, you know, I get they're on the the tail end of a, a back to back there the three road trips, but come on, stop. Um, Explain to me how do you have 19 turnovers against Houston? 19 turnovers. Now, Houston also had 19 turnovers, but they won by nine points. Attention to detail. Oh, my goodness. It's a big part of it. No, heart, man. Heart, man. You you, you just – I mean, come on. Did you get out-rebounded 70 to 40? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. So, they're off until Friday. Another – they had one of these before where they got (laughs) – John Dickinson. He's always good to give us one, man. He's always good to give us one. Ah, okay. Is, is that what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Houston has a lot of steakhouses. Yeah. 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 They have Papados, too. Houston has Papados. Oh, man. Papados, uh, seafood, and, and Mexican food. Woo! No, we, we're talking about, talking about stripper, stripper as in, as in poles. Yes. That's where oh, you're getting the good steaks from. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The buffet. Hey, Bear, what's the best strip joint you got a steak from? I don't know. I never go to strip clubs to eat a steak. Man, I'm about to go trip himself up. I was waiting for No, he answered it all to eat a steak. He said. <laughs> and by the way, if you are going to those establishments to eat, you've got problems. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you're going there for like the lunch buffet, 
because you're getting like the C team, right? Are we right, agreed on that? Right, right, you know, right, at right. Noon, right. you're not exactly getting the A team. <laughs> but we have a couple bullet holes and and and, and yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, but what, what, <laughs> what, what if what if the uh, what if the ratings say that that particular establishment their stakes are four and a half stars? Wouldn't you be interested in trying one just to see? I was asking me if I want to go to Hooters for the shrimp. Yeah, I'm already I'm already I go to the wings. spending spending enough money there without buying a steak too. <laughs> right. You know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm not allowed to go to Hooters. No, no. Dang, you can't even go to Hooters. No, I've done a lot of remotes from Hooters. Have you? Yeah, They're the one in King of Prussia. I don't think that's still there, but I used to do for it. who WIP? Yeah, and, and 97.5. Yeah, no kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they uh, uh, they're big because they do a lot of promotions with the Final Four. Hooters does. Uh, college basketball they absolutely do yep yeah so uh man that time of year i've done a lot of them there yeah are you able to focus yeah i i will tell you i don't like the hooters uniforms Uh, i don't like those orange shorts or the shirts i I think they made a mistake not changing it up years ago right frankly how did we get into into this man (laughs) i just asked you a question barrett brought it up not me uh, How did I, I bring it up? I didn't bring it up. John Dickinson brought it up. <laughs> get him on a show, please. We need oh we God. need to get at him. Uh, get right. him on a show. Xander, get this John Dickerson on the show. Uh, we owe him. <laughs> we owe him big time. Oh my God. All right. So the Sixers have off until Friday. They will take on the Lakers. Uh LeBron and the Lakers. Anthony Davis is, is suddenly resurgent. Uh he's playing really well. Uh then they play Charlotte Sunday. That's good timing. Six o'clock game. The, the Eagles are one o'clock and then they play Sacramento. The, the, you know, that that's a favorable three games coming up and they have hardened back. So we'll see. We'll see. Where you just, stand. you just cursed it because I don't trust anything the 76ers do right now. I really don't. Yeah, I, I definitely would. I would never use the word trust with the Sixers. I don't trust them. Um, yeah. But if, if you're going to start kind of getting something going in the right direction, I, I, you know what I want to see more than anything else. I just want to see these guys play together. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know, yep. I, I don't know what what this. I know early, early in the year it didn't look good, but I need to see Harden and B, Maxi all on the floor together to know what this is. I don't and they know, haven't. Man. They haven't done that. They haven't played well together. <clears throat> like I is, said, uh, yeah. Like I said, I think Doc Rivers is a better coach without his stars. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, I can't man, argue that. They seem to play better. He go, he goes deeper on the bench. Um. As weird as it sounds, you know, you got to play these guys so they're making all the money, but still, I don't know. You know, he has the stars, but you go down and lose to Houston. Really? Now, obviously, Houston's got to win a game here or there, but not against your team when you got Embiid putting up, what, 35? You can't ha- you can't have that. Yeah. Well, do we want them to play in well right now? Because they played well in the beginning of the year, played throughout the year, and still obtained the same goal, the second round of playoff. Maybe we need them to play bad now so they can get better towards the end, and then they go farther in the playoffs. Could be. Maybe it could that's- be. Yeah. Sounds I, good in theory. <laughs> I, I also want to know, I, and I'm not even saying this to like tear the, you know, rip things up, but like, why? What's the little tweak you may need? I want to see these guys play together so I know what you you need to add. But you know, we know there's nothing nothing um, short of my opinion getting to a final is acceptable. You've been together long enough with this group, and I don't care that Harden came over last year. It's been beat enough for enough years here that this team needs to get past the second round and and, and get into at least a final. That's kind of where I'm at. Absolutely, conference final or 
NBA conference. I don't know. I guess it depends how a conference final would shake out. Like if you lose in seven games to Milwaukee I, or Boston. Yeah. Maybe you can live with that. I don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where things are with the Sixers. All right, let, let's hit some birthdays and some movies and then I, then we'll get it back to the Eagles as somebody said. So not a, not a stellar birthday day. Okay. For, I'll be Frank. Um, I got a couple and then I'll, you guys have, have a bunch too. Giannis, the Greek freak, uh, Antetokounmpo is 28 years old. So, uh, obviously what an unbelievable start to his career. Judd Apatow, the, uh, the producer, director, writer, yep. has done a ton of movies, um, over the, geez, man, pretty prolific over the last like 15 years. <clears throat> He's 55, uh, long time Philly, Philly manager, Philly player, Philly coach, uh, Larry Boa, Larry Boa. Oh, I, I, and I interviewed Larry during the playoff run, uh, in person. He's 77. He looks like he's 57. Like he Larry does look looks good. He way does, he younger good. than he is. Yes, he does. And, he, and he's really super, super active too. Super. Wow. Active. Yeah. Uh, had a $2,000 signing bonus to sign when he, uh, when he, <laughs> hey, that was a lot of money. What year was that? 70. That was a lot of money then, bro. It was. Right. It was. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's it for, for me. What do you guys have? You guys have any, uh, quality birthdays here? Johnny Manziel. Yep. Johnny football. Uh, but you talk about going from a Heisman trophy winner, first round pick. He's now playing in the FCS fan control football league. Are you yep. serious? Yeah. I think he's playing for Atlanta too or something too. Yeah. He's just, that's he's sad. throwing the ball to T.O. wasn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not, you might be right. I'm not sure. Uh, we got one of Barrett's favorite politicians, Andrew Como. Okay. Como. Uh, let's New see York. who else we got here. Uh, Kenneth Copeland, the uh, worldwide, world-renowned uh, televangelist. Yep. 86 years old. Uh, who else we got here? Um, Stephanie Scott is 26. And that's all I got for you. Who was that? What do you got there? Uh, Joe Beth Williams, the mother of the guys. Yeah. Uh, Don't Agnes go Moorhead. into the light. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Agnes Moorhead. Remember Bewitched? I love that Mom? show. Okay. I love that show. Yeah. Um, Less Twins. I don't know if you guys know about them. Less Twins. Like, who? Le, the Less Le, Twins. Les Twins? Les Twins. Yeah. L-E-S, L-E-S Twins. twins. Uh, it's Larry and Laurent Burgess. No, oh, they're guys. guys. I thought they were they were girls. I thought they were girls. Yeah. No, two guys. They're like and they dance for Beyonce and them. I mean, she these are like two twins that are like the best dancers in the world, you know, oh, really? hip hop. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys' favorite player, which almost got um which almost got me so mad and hot that um I I wanted to fire Howie. And that's Donnell Pumphrey's birthday. Oh yeah, Donnell Pumphrey's. Ooh. One of the legend, went to legendary offensive linemen ever played a game for the Cardinals, Otto Graham. Otto Graham, yeah, he's, a, wow. he's an all time great. And um, that's it. Guitarist that's it. Randy Rhodes, I see William has that one. He, yeah, he died at the age of 26. Mm. Uh, he was Ozzy Osbourne's guitarist on a lot of his early solo stuff. Wow, Randy, Ro- Randy Rhodes could shred. If you ever heard uh, Crazy Train, he's the one playing guitar on that. So uh, take take a listen if you, if you okay. ever listen to that song right. again. 
Um, all right, so a little news here from – I'll get to the movies in a second. From uh, Tom Pelissaro of the NFL Network, Robert Quinn is having his knee scoped. He will go on the IR today. Um, yeah, he'd be going, he had been coming on and settling into the scheme before he got his knee twisted in practice last week. He will be out at least four games. There's <clears throat> optimism he will come back for a playoff push, man. Mm. That was well, a fourth rounder. Yeah, I, I, look, it's it's hard to fault. The, the, you, you you nailed the other two, uh, the trade deadline or deadline or moves that you made with with Joseph and Sue, but that's a tough one. I find it interesting they put him on IR when we've seen players come back from knee scopes in a couple of weeks. I find it yeah. interesting. I don't Maybe find it interesting. A little why? worse. When yeah, you're not doing anything, why? Yeah. yeah. And what did I tell you, Mr. Brooks, when they signed him? What did I tell you? Yeah, yeah you're right. I told you, and people are like, Robert Quinn, Rob. I'm like, oh, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes on this, and sure enough, I think he had, what, one sack since he's been here? He didn't have any sacks. He didn't have any sacks? No. One tackle for a loss, something? No. Huh. Okay. All right. No. Very, very – Um. I didn't imagine he would come in and play this bad. I didn't. Well, I guess what people thought in Chicago was true. Yeah. You know? And, and yeah, who knows how much he would have come into his own had he had the knee started to get healthy, but hard to say because he didn't do anything before that. Uh, all right, let's hit some movies here. We'll get we'll go back to the Eagles in a second. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, 1994. Yep. Love that movie. Great Unbelievable. movie. Unbelievable. Uh, as Good As It Gets, which was uh, Jack Nicholson, 1997. Yes, sir. Analyze That was uh, 2002. And yep. I got to tell you, I didn't have much else. What else do we have here, fellas? You got uh, the Great Wall, 2016. I didn't That's see pretty that good. And I See You, 2019, I believe it was. Okay. I didn't watch that one. I don't watch those movies. Yeah. Anybody um, got that? That's all I got. Um, um, a couple of deaths, man. That you know. Oh yeah, uh, like, we should we should mention a couple of these. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. I'm not glad, but um, yeah. we should definitely acknowledge these. But go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Go ahead. All right, Curse the Alley. Yeah. Uh, passed away 71 years old. That's, she had that's a, sad, man. Sad is, cancer. Man. She had a real, a, a short, a, apparently, uh, a Cheers fame for people who may not remember. She was great on Cheers and a bunch of other stuff. But uh, she, look who's talking movies. Remember those with, yes. yeah, yep. with the baby? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. it was Bruce Willis's voice. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was diagnosed with cancer. Apparently, she had it for a while and it took her really quick. Like she it was a, apparently a very short illness and she passed very quickly. So sad. Yeah, seventy-one's too young, man. It's way too young. So she passed away. And uh, Mills Lane, the great boxing referee. Yeah. Yep. Eighty-five. I mean, how many big fights did that guy do? <clears throat> it wasn't a big fight unless he was there. I know, right? 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 Yeah. Right, right? Like I used to love watching him go like this all the time. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's yeah, the only he one. He was put his. He's put his forearm in, 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 in Tyson's chest. That's yeah. right. That's right. And here's That's the respect. Yeah. I was going to say, you knew those guys respected him. Because he would have this back and forth with them where like he could like get on them a little bit and yes. like though you could just see it when there's respect. There Absolutely. was respect there with, with him and the fighters, That's a you know, shame. And the boxers. That's a yeah. Shame, man. But he was a great one. He was a showman too. You know, he was a guy who was kind of fun to watch. Mm. He, he brought a little entertainment value. Was there another one, Barrett, that you wanted to mention? No, besides just those, those two. Yeah, those yeah two. that was that's a shame. Um so, yeah, both those uh, certainly memorable people, that's for sure. Um, all right, Eagles-wise, I, I, I didn't get a really chance to dip into too much of this a little bit earlier. But, um, you know, when we talk about what's going on with them, sort of in, in general terms, you know, 
I think the stats make a lot of sense for an 11 and one team, but you know, if they can get their special teams, right, which they did last week, if they get that, that unit, right. I mean, there really isn't that weakness, so to speak. I mean, how many times did we say even going into last week? All right. You're worried about the special teams. You're worried about the pass offense and you're worried about the run defense. Now all three phases worked. I feel more confident that they can get the run defense right at almost permanently and the pass offense righted. Although it wasn't that off, but I don't know about special teams. Let's see. It was one game. I'm on the fence a little bit right now. You you, got to start somewhere. And we've been waiting 12 games, um, 11 games for the special teams to chip in properly. And it finally happened. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come, but when you consider who's the coordinator and, and, and the lackluster effort we've watched players give week in and week out, I don't know if it was a one-hit wonder or if this is basically going to be the norm moving forward. Yeah. What, 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 I mean, Barrett, how much of it is just a wake-up call? You know, they probably got lit up. They did make some adjustments. How much of this are you buying, you know, going forward here? It, it was a wake-up call. Um, guys started disappearing from off the team. You start seeing guys, you know, not playing. Once you start not dressing, that tends to lead to you not being on the team. Like I said back in the day, they used to say, hey, you keep on with that, man. You're going to be on the hound. Because back then they didn't fly you home. They put you on a Greyhound bus. And since yeah. you're on a Greyhound bus, you'd be Greyhound, that is. Yeah. So you you we start seeing it. Then they, then they brought Ellis up. And Ellis is like, yo. You know, it, it was almost like eight mile. You know what I'm saying? You only get one chance. Yeah, here's my shot. Right, this is my shot. And he yeah. went down. He made it happen, bro. Yeah. And you start seeing things like that, and it makes you start playing at a higher level because, like, hey, if this guy's doing, he about to take my job. And then you know, you get a little bit of that laziness out of the um, out of the locker room, out of the meeting room. You start playing because because that's all special teams is. Mm-hmm. Special teams is want to. You gotta mm-hmm. want to be great. You gotta want to get down there and make a tackle. You got to want to throw your body around. You got to want to be out there and be great. That's what special teams are. You know, you don't get all the accolades and everything, but if you're going to be a special team player, that's the only reason why you're on the team. Yep. You got to make something happen. Like these names, these names that I, you know, that I, that, that I, um, that I highlighted on the roster. Where, where, where's that paper at? There's a couple of names on this, on this, uh, that I highlighted on this roster that right. there's no way that they should not be making plays. Kyron Johnson, Christian Ellis now, yeah. Kayvon Wallace, Zach McPherson, especially Sean Bradley because he's like a captain or something on a special yeah, team. Yeah, and he got banged up in the game. We'll see where he is status-wise, yep. yeah. Yep. N'Kobe Dean, Patrick Johnson, um, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott. You're getting paid virtually just to be a special teams player. You've only got to play 10 plays a game. You better daggone make sure that you made yourself known that they saw you on the screen all 10 plays. Because I've seen players not start off on the screen and don't come back on the screen. And when you start seeing that, that means you're getting blocked. You're not hustling. Right. And you're not making plays. The camera only follows guys that make plays. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in the picture when it's making plays, that means you're not going to be on this team for very long. You got to be seen, man. And if you don't have the right attitude, you don't have the right want to, you'll be out of here real quick, man. You start feeling real humble. You start getting real, uh, you know, noticeably, you know, 
kind of antsy about your time in that locker room because you're yep. like, hey, I ain't gonna be around here too much longer. I keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, other than that, you got to start kind of nitpicking a little bit to find areas that you're, you know, that you're worried about here. It's It's been good. The one thing, and we've talked about this a good amount, but I'll say it again. When you're playing the Giants and you're playing Washington and you're playing the Cowboys, I know that there's a sort of a different kind of hype for the Cowboys, but yep. it doesn't really matter what the record is a lot of times. These games That's are right. always tough. So if That's you're right. thinking because the Giants are trending the wrong way and the Eagles are 11 and one, that this is going to be easy. I don't think it's going to be easy. I really don't think it's going to be easy. I think the Eagles are better and they'll I win in the end because of that, but they're not, it's not going to be easy. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be like them playing Washington. Yeah. When you think about it, it's going to be like so. that. Yeah. No, you're of right. We said, of course, we said the same thing about Tennessee. They blew Tennessee off the map. So, well, this game, yeah. this game against the Giants, man, it should be a little bit more of one of those games that um, Jalen might have a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he played well last year against them. At, 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 at their place, too. I mean, he threw a pick going into halftime. So right. he might have a little bit of a you know chip on his shoulder. That was one of the worst throws back. of his career. That and the one at Tampa, the picket. Remember, at, uh, at, yes. it was the end of the second quarter against yep. Tampa in the playoff game. Yes, I, yes. But I, he does not do that kind of stuff. Right, and and that was he 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 owes us one, and he he's, he's, he he owes them one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He he knows how bad he played against that Giants team, how they made him look human. Yeah, you know what I mean. So this is this is um this is a game. It's gonna be a feast or famine game. Because they blitz so much, um, they're going to get opportunities to really beat them over the top. They're going to get opportunities for big plays. Yep. But they're also going to get get caught up into some situations where they're going to bring more than you can block. Mm-hmm. How do you adjust to that? You know, how do you how do you control the line of scrimmage when you're not blocking people? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So once you get past the initial surge of the blitz, then it's wide open. But you got to get past that initial surge. You got to get past it. And in the Wink Martindale defense, you don't know where they're coming from. Yeah, right. No idea where he's going to send it from. So good point. All right, we will dig further into that matchup tomorrow. It's been fun, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to thank everybody in the chat room, everybody streaming, everybody listening. We do appreciate you. Thank you for hanging out with us. Tell a friend, smash the like button. Uh, I want to thank Xander Krause producing the program. Up next, it's the National Football Show with Dan Cilio. Everybody, have a great rest of your Tuesday. We will see you manana. Have a great day, everybody. We are Sports Take. Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted, revered, appreciated. 
He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.